This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and keep it locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Hip-hop culture, I feel like I'm part of the hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. Here we have it, folks. Keep it. Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Bumani. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Or something to come to the basement is like kind of cool aspect. But I mean, but I mean a, yeah, down the line, game. if we got a huge listenership and a huge whatever, it's like we ain't getting any names to come to a basement in Jersey. We have to fucking go to them. Like when we go to Stress Factory, we'll interview comedians. We have to go to them because they're not exactly. coming here. I, I mean, that's the whole thing. The premise. Or we, we have to get. We would have to get you know a studio. Or when, whatever. when I started radio, I was calling like Charlemagne, Cypher Sounds, and Juliet through the phone. I, mean, I knew yeah, they weren't going to come. Really honest, you know? the phone. But yeah. it, they like the college aspect. We can still know? do shit on the phone. We don't really ask for phone stuff anymore. Like when I reach out to comedians and stuff to interview, I'm, I'm asking them all, can we just come to the club? Because mm. it's just better, like more organic. I feel like yeah. you can take photos. Like people, some people don't believe it if it's a phone call. Yeah, or true. some some listeners don't even realize like all the shit Mike did before I before we met him and before. You know, they don't, just realize, got they don't that even recently. know that I do stand-up. They just think I do a podcast and, like, you know, stuff like that. So you kind of have to spell it out for people. Yeah. What's your take on that, like, overdoing it? Because I was just recently somewhere, and people didn't know I interviewed, like, Lil Dicky and, like, not, like, brag or, like, to my own shit, but, like, Grammy-nominated artists, like, uh, hip-hop personalities. Like, what's your take on overdoing the content or, like, having them re-putting it out there, you know? Well, the whole thing, I think, 
making it organic is probably the best thing. Like doing the basement, that's your lane. Like that's kind of like, I want to say your niche. That's always good. You don't want to try to force it, like you said, because then it just, exactly. the content diminishes yeah. at that point. You don't want to keep putting out the same episodes, obviously, either. But you want to, you know, you want to find your own thing and you want to stick with it. So in this case, this is where you guys go. This is in the name of the fucking podcast. Yeah. So yeah. why not? It wasn't the original concept, but I mean, yeah, I just turned it on, you know, I just start whenever. Yeah, that's Kinda good like. advice. But yeah, like when you started, though, you had like a whole vision behind it and what you wanted to do. Like, not many people do that, though. You mm-hmm. know, I had I had my own little motivation. I mean, go around the Internet for a little bit. You see a lot of fucking lonely dudes out there talking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, these women, like, you know, like, they deal with women in their life so much. And, like, bro, you haven't gotten laid since the fucking bicentennial. Dude, like, you, yeah. must, you must have saw my exactly. comments a lot. You must have like, saw I mean, me No, it's all, you know, all these, like, red pill guys, you know, they think that. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, they got, like, the hottest take of, like, all time. It's like, like, they're breaking ground. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, nah, dude. Like, like, bro, you're jerking off in your mom's, you know. Yeah. Before we talk about what I'm doing on my Monday nights, um, <laughs> Keep a Basement podcast with hey. my Mike Sweeney, Alex Nicholas, Tom Zappia. We are back, baby. Steve. Steve B. A, a po- Steve B. A, a pod amongst of a pod amongst men. Pod amongst Another men. Local podcast. Very good podcast. Very Let's big fan, and it show, always shows love to us. Really happy to have him on last minute. Very good guy. Appreciate you for coming on last yeah, minute. Appreciate you. Yeah, nah. Thank you, <laughs> we Steve. Won't you don't mention, understand. We won't mention what we had to go no, through. No, no, this. no, no, no. We will mention oh, it. Hey, listen, no, no. We ain't dropping names, but hey, uh, after today, uh, yo, if you flake on the booking, hey, we doing ninety nine year bands. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you forever. Yo, I'm, keep I'm, it basement 90. I'm scared she knows my address. No, I can't say anything bad. Oh, no. Fuck, fuck that. What, what is she going to do? Like, you Come good? at me with some dildos. No, 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 no. You know what we going to do? The, we, uh, we got pocket pussies to fight yeah, them bro, on. You got, you fleshlights got fleshlights versus dildos. You baby. can catch that yeah, shit. Yeah. Shout out Fleshlight. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures in over a hundred possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out Fleshlight for building safe... <laughs> for, no, for promoting Bro, safe sex first and also doing that. good barricades. You literally well. couldn't have a better defense against a dildo than a fleshlight. <laughs> yeah, right? true. It's Goes shaped right to fit right true. around a dick. That's what I'm saying. You've got, she's got the sword, you've got the sheath. You know, it's just who's... <laughs> I, uh, you know what's funny? What if she went to the wrong address and she's at my grandma's or lockers? No, no, <laughs> Did she no. knock on lockers? Door? Nah, listen, we feeling generous, okay. though. So look, we're going to shave two-thirds of the time off so oh, in 33 God, years holla at the kids bro <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Sam? Oh, yeah. Sam, the intern Brightstein, oh, yeah. just walked in. Thanks good. for showing up for the first time. I had this, good I had to see this, you, I had this vision, though, where she would... Russian fighter. I would have this... Way to, way to come on. What's up, people? I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Up? way to come on when, when, when he wants to show <laughs> up. Hey, how you doing, bro? Good hair. How many people you choke out <laughs> since last time I saw you? Most people, not 
<laughs> most people not. Hey, man, that's a no. I, I like that answer. <laughs> but uh, I had this vision where she was gonna suck one of those flashlights, the <laughs> flesh grip, and then also if we got really lucky, if the interview went well, she would be topless and put cute basement on her titties, <laughs> the pasties. But that'd be probably too much for Instagram. Oh but man, I, I was you, thinking you, Howard Stern '80s vibes. You really want an editing job later, don't you? <laughs> no, no, no. I was really gonna leave this. I'm really gonna leave it. I'm not dissing her. I'm just saying that would be that would be a win right there. <laughs> I think you should probably keep that one on the vision board for now. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it's already there. Oh, there He's got a point. Wait, would that have been weird actually? Pasties on the nips? No, no, Why no. Not? I'm just saying, like, like she's like in like industry, and she came down and saw like someone else in the industry. Why are like, numbers on the thing? I, I she's sent not her my industry. Come on. Don't come on. That's oh, edit job. I wasn't even dissing her. Like, how would you feel if you went to do someone's podcast and there's just a giant mural of Howard Stern just looking dead at you? Like, I'd say that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Well, well. Anyway, long story short, porn star was supposed to come through the basement, uh, like literally the basement, um, and it didn't work out really. She could be still on her way. That's why know. Sam's here, right? And Steve, we appreciate I'm Steve here for coming I was through. Upon. Steve was really gonna now was coming through anyway, Steve. but well, we could just never was. get him to come because our schedules were all shitty. What's up, Steve? I'm, up, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. So, is this a good Time to introduce yourself. No, no, no. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the neighbor. Steve I just took care of the bushes outside. I'm <laughs> for a beer. All right, He's got well, another pod. A pod. Ask, ask, ask a question. Ask a question, Sam. I just want to know who you are, man. Uh, I'm uh, I'm the host of a pod amongst men. <laughs> Local podcast. Okay. I've had Sweeney over at my house. Nice Sweeney man. He's uh he's an old friend of mine. That's that's not good. Uh, I would I don't recommend that. But <laughs> this guy, I was doing radio with this guy. He was 16 years he's old. Like, he's story. like 17 right now. I am 20. No, I'm I was, wait, you're not 21 yet? Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait. How long till you're 21? Oh, oh, we taking Sam out. So Yo, wait, you ready, I, Sam? I'm confused. Are you a ready? Yeah. So this is not the porn star. <laughs> no, no, okay. not him. Her. <laughs> he's the intern. He comes like every 15 episodes. <laughs> Yo, he comes in every like eight. Ep- not yeah, every like 10 episodes will come in, and then like yeah, out of those true. eight, in between the eight, he'll stop in at the end like <laughs> once with a rack you of ribs. Know, down the line, Sam could get in the porn. You he's should feel special you because he comes for big voice. names. Yeah. What, should, what what are you interning with? Like, what do you what do you do? So originally, gear? that was just like the excuse for me to go hang out with Sweeney at the radio station, and now it's just a fun nickname. I thought it was college oh, credits. Okay. Really, he's I done. You he's done. I'm freelance yeah. as fuck. I just want you to oh, know. Okay. I was gonna say, if you were like a legit intern, you're oh, fucking up, bro. No, he's the I know. Worst no, listen, I, I, I recognize where I am. Freelance is being generous. He's more like no Lance. But <laughs> oh, we do have. He has done some internship work Lance. for us I'm before. I'm losing money on this. He left us for Mickey Gall's crew. Not he interviewed Mickey Gall. He came. He came friends with Mickey Gall and left us. You how actually. How are you feeling about that one now? That's. I feel fine because that's not what happened. Now he's a good friend and he's got a nice little round head. He looks like a little. He's a good guy and he'll choke out Zappy if Zappy. Yes. This is gonna not, be our security detail. If he you has don't think this video of him choking me. If out. you don't think I would, if I had money, I would pay Sam to come with me everywhere, and I'd be like, "Yo, sick him." <laughs> Cute little face. Yeah, he was security tonight in case shit got wild. But that's fine. We love having Sam here. Good thing we didn't get me too. Back on track. Why well, was that? Always time for that. What? There's always time to get me too. Yeah, true. Young. Yo, Hashtag have you seen what they could do with like videos now? Like I was, uh, I was deep fakes. Yeah, like the one with like Will Smith's face and on Rogan. Car- Bro, mm-hmm. like that's like, nah, that's scary. That's scary. Yo, Sam, imagine you turned the news on and saw yourself robbing like a bank or killing <laughs> somebody, and you know it's not you. But I don't think anyone hits me that bad. No one's gonna. I don't think anyone's gonna do that to me. I'm not. I'm, I'm like. interesting. Well, you never know, Steve. What's you your take really on that? You really never know. My take on that with uh, female guests. I was thinking about Break that. Like an IT girl's heart. You fucked up, bro. <laughs> I guess so. What's your take on that with female guests? Like, if they come through your uh, where your podcast is located. Well, um, I, I have female guests on because I mean, if you're 
hosting a show about fucking men and you want dating advice, exactly. who the hell are you going to ask other exactly. than women? So, exactly. Uh, I have women on all the time, but the only thing is I have to clear with my wife first. Gotcha. Makes so, sense. That's yeah. why I couldn't give the flashlight. I felt a little weird if I was going to give you the flashlight there. Yeah, you know? I don't know how I would explain that to my son when I get home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say, no, this is this is a daddy's toy. You don't touch this, okay? <laughs> so your you're take, though, you're, you're interviewing people you know. You're not going to go real random with someone you don't know and bring them in your home. Uh, I'm starting to go a little more random Ooh. now. What's your take on that? A little, little different vibe, a little nerves before? Beforehand? Yeah, it's a little, you don't know what you're going to get with people. Exactly. You don't know if someone's going to get on the mic and freeze up. Or oh, exactly. We've had that. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. you offend someone and you get fucking We've me too. we probably had that a million times. I'm actually pretty good about not offending people. I'm not, too, not? Uh, I'm not too radical with my shit that I say. That's good. Uh, that's good. Most of my stuff is meant to try to f- help people, like help dudes. Uh, that's yeah, what it yeah. seems. A lot of yeah. guys yeah. need help, I feel like. That's what it seems. Sweeney's episode, you were giving out gems about stuff that he I didn't He gives gems about. every episode. You were, Before he came here, you were saying, what is a white power podcast? That's what he said about Not white power. I said it's manpower. I said manpower. White power. Well, yeah, but I meant manpower. That's that's one of the things because <laughs> come on, what's I'm so bad with the white power podcast? Come on, white power. Just kidding. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> white power. <laughs> Bro, listen. To say about that. Come on, Trump twenty twenty. Just kidding. You, you got to watch. I'm I'm a bold guy walking in here with fucking Doc Martens on. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Going to send good out look, the wrong right? message. And a beard, beard that connects, beard. bro. That's Great that's when you know beard. the year spent, bro. Very good. Thank you very much. I but I've been trying to get on that, man. My beard don't connect for the life of me. I shaved this thing and off completely twice this year. Twice? Yeah. How long? That's it? I grew, I grew it out uh, for my trip to Europe in January. I got home, I shaved it off, and then my wife said, I'll grow it back out. Like, oh, really? What the fuck did I shave it for? How long finish? did it take? Not that long. Okay. Like a month, two. Same. Damn. Maybe two months. We're hairy. At least I am. I'm half Italian. I, you know. Yeah, I'm half. Doesn't connect in the points that I need, like corner of the mouth. My buddy's yeah, the same. That's yeah. the hardest you got, you got part, dude. Advice on weddings? Yeah. I was just at a wedding, and I feel like it's process of elimination. Like I feel like if you're the last guy standing at the hotel, you'll get the girl who's like. That's how it works. I no, feel like. it don't no? work. It don't work like that. You don't think so? No, there's no, no guarantees. There's I no feel guarantees. like weddings are hard. Like if, if it's easier to get a girl if you have the hotel or the after party with them instead yeah, okay. of just well, leaving I'm, early. You if know? you're you're asking me how to hook up at a wedding. How to hook up or your advice on how to get women at a wedding because it's actually more difficult than one would think. Oh, like fucking Vince Vaughn? Because there's a process. Of, <laughs> exactly. It's funny because I was at a wedding recently and this girl came by in a certain dress and everyone just knew her from the dress color mm-hmm. and she just was like spot on, good looking and everyone was like, yeah, you should go for that if you're single. Like everyone said it. We got to have an in, obviously. I mean, yeah. as with everything else in life, yeah. you're trying to pick up a if chick. If you're in the you wedding, need. it's VIP. Yeah, if it seems like too forced, like arranged yeah. marriage like type shit, like it's, it's never going to work. Like... I think that's the. Pr- I think that's also the problem. Like it's like a lot of dudes will go to a wedding with like this porn fucking with porn hopes and dreams. Like, yeah, like, like it's like, not like that. No, it's it. it the setting's got to be right. Hey, I hey, feel hey! Like. Rule seventy six. No excuses. Play like a yeah, I saw the bride porns. That's always creepy to me. If you see the porn where the bride's getting fucked. Yeah, I never saw the that. bride fucks the best man. On People the do that. Well, no, that happens. And really? <laughs> oh man, that's not good. Ask Usher's wife. Oh uh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. For, I oh, know. Yes. Yes. I know Let it out. burn. Hey, oh not my good. lord! No, it's not. It's never good, bro. Like I, I've been to a few weddings, but it's always been like I had family there too, so it was kind of weird. Like yeah. even like if it was like a distant like kind of wedding, it's still strange. Well, like, it depends on the relationship of that yeah. chick to the wedding to like the people getting married. True, very true. If it's true just like as a well. friend, then your chances are higher. But if it's like a family member, then you know her parents might be there. You yeah, true. You know, if she's out of state, if she's flew flew in though, and she's a family member or a cousin or something like that, she's definitely down for the one nighter. If anything, because you can't keep a real relationship. Yeah, but hard. you're not meeting a chick at a bar. You're meeting her at a wedding. At a wedding, there's a big but, difference true. there. There's alcohol, but she's not there to you know to go out and meet guys. Yeah, true. yeah be, true. because the thing with a wedding is, although that 
you know, it's kind of like this thing where it's in the back of everyone's head that it could be a possibility. There's a lot of witnesses. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, a lot yeah. of girls want to be able to fuck somebody, like, random without judgment from people they know. So a lot of them w- wouldn't do it. It's like, real life Bumble, though, in Tinder, because if you're a dude and you see a hot girl and you all know that everyone's going for this girl, it's like like survival of the fittest. It's like 20 against one. But you, I don't want to be a you know chick on uh, dating sites because that's just like a fucking tsunami of dick pics and that's, horrible yeah. fucking assholes. Kind of like a wedding, though. If there's like Weird 20 ones. drunk guys trying to go for the one girl, it's like yeah, a competition. Yeah, but it's not the same at a wedding. Like You have to do it in person. You got to have a, yeah, a set of balls. Yeah, true. You know, there might only be two... Two, three guys that try talking to the chick all yeah, night. True. Yeah, you go on Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> you go on Tinder. It's like 1,500 dick pics in a weekend. Yeah, and once again, nobody's that aggressive in person. That's, I think that's Maybe where Chris like Morgan's. dating apps fuck it uh, up for everybody. You think people pulling dicks out in person, like at well, a wedding? Like, dicks out. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Be, like, it's, it's really aggressive like dating app-wise Like, because you're not in front of the person's face. You could type however you feel, really. Yeah. You don't know this person. Like. Some people chalk it up that way, that's but like at a wedding, you. this person's right in front of your damn face. That's like, the problem with the internet; everybody gets tough. Yo, but no, I, I mean, how many Italians do you know in real life? Sorry, eh, Italians, pizzeria, Luigi's phone. Pizzeria. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of Italians, <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, wow. I know a lot of Italians. I I'll say because I some oh, Italians shit. get aggressive, like Jersey Italians. You like the Guido dudes? Like oh yeah! Oh my God! You're so beautiful. Like, but like they're like they start off. They start off like very like innocent and sweet, and then it just starts building and it starts getting crazy. Yeah, well, it gets I've, crazy if they if they realize the vibe. Two pepperonis. Up. Yeah. So, you know you're fucking skank anyway. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. You yeah. Pig. Then it gets aggressive. Yeah. 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 All right, guys, stop talking about my dad. I put, um, I put all this Ed Hardy on for what? <laughs> <laughs> and for what? I haven't seen it hardy in a while. Spending half my fucking paycheck in hair gel. <laughs> a waste on your skank ass. Get the fuck out of here. Breaking uh, news. My mom would roll. <laughs> it's always their mom. They always include what their mom would do for some reason. My, my mother would spit at you. Oh, dude. Right nah, they'd be, nah, they'd be some like old. Nah, like black dudes be like that too sometimes. Like the older ones, like, yo, old black dudes be like. Aggressively creepy with like young chicks, and then like they'd be like, Okay, go ahead, keep walking away. Like, they they, they let you off easy, but they go in hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I would put my face between, hey, keep walking. Hey, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there you go. We Uh, talked a little bit about uh, the podcast when I was on with you, cancel culture, but mm -hmm. people are saying that cancel culture isn't a thing anymore. Like, I think uh, Rogan was talking about in Charlemagne, they were saying that it wasn't a thing anymore because, like, you could just be fucked up, like Whoopi, like with the thing with the girls' nudes. What's her name? Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. She did Jesus something smoke. right, and then Whoopi Goldberg said something, but like she didn't get, she didn't catch as much backlash as people thought she was going to catch. Well, I think because most people realize that Whoopi was right. Yeah. I mean, she didn't say anything like that terrible. She's saying common fucking sense. Exactly. Though. Everybody's mother would say the same thing if that was their their, their daughter. Or their, yeah. You know, it's not a radical thing. She's not victim shaming. She was just saying, yo. You're old enough to know. If you put that fucking shit out there on the cloud, it's on the cloud. People are going to try to hack you. You're a famous person. Like, what do you think is going to happen? It's on the cloud. All the Smokies like, got their nudes out there. I think. Yo, that's what? That, that. Listen, yeah, she. I, what is she worried about? Like, she's I'm a saying, what's girl? She, yeah, but you were big on cancel culture when we were talking about. Listen, it. Listen, I don't. Th- I think people just realize that it's only. It only has power if we give it power. Exactly, like anything. You really. can't cancel oh, somebody yeah. if everybody that everybody wants to listen to. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. People are listening, then it doesn't exist. Also, that's a term that came from the internet. And what's the internet really? 
Like, 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 it's it's everybody's just jumping the on a wave, one, and uh, yeah, those waves could be enormous for forty eight hours and then die out immediately. You well, know it depends I mean? too like, on what platform you're talking about, because on Twitter you have a bunch of like, oh yeah, a bunch of like you know kind of liberal minded, purple haired people. A lot of on face, Facebook you have a lot of old people, you sure. know, who think that if they type in you know Amen that you know they're going to get a thousand dollars through Facebook. Yeah, uh, another thing's fucked up. We don't take in consideration, like say if there's a video of someone getting assaulted, you never see the full story the full video or anything and you make a judgment quick on a video when you mm-hmm. don't know the truth of the situation no that's true that's most of those problem. videos yeah, but you don't know what happens before or after so it's hard to say you or know. during like really. Chris Morgan at the bagel store but that was like that was like our that parents was, like that was like our parents that. with the news too you know exactly. what I mean like Instagram is our news it's just way more coming in Dude, so it's hang like on, hang on can we can we just take a second to talk about this bagel yes, store please. video oh, this guy, hey, this yeah. guy was really angry about his uh, no, no, height no. this guy got in his feelings hard hard he starts talking about he you know, hooked. you say uh, short guys, you what, you shouldn't even be alive. I see these women on dating sites. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. The thing is, that's, have, that's you have, you, have you seen his YouTube? Have you seen his YouTube dating sites? That's a good example, though. You, I want to see the very beginning of that video to sh- show what what sent him off. Well, that guy's messed up, though. You see all the stuff. Yeah, he has. A, have you seen he has the YouTube? A YouTube channel where no. he oh. he is at a Seven Eleven and he's screaming at this Indian guy who's working at Seven Eleven because you know that's where Indians that's work. The, um yeah. and. <laughs> And um and he calls the cops and and says the cops can't leave until he fills out some sort of form to like you know like an assault form or whatever and the cops are just like what are you talking about and they're like leaving it's like this guy can say it, it's he the wants. classic case of who hurt you like he's upset about something in his life it's not going places he was depressed yeah. he admitted his he had business, a business failed under you. I just feel, feel bad for whoever was making his order at the time yeah. of it because like if I was him laugh. I'd be like he's not gonna be. <laughs> I give it up to the guy who tackled him, though, but I, I wish guess he fu- a new card hasn't been activated yeah, yet. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, that dude, he got the sticker well, on I the debit card. Uh, his YouTube's lit. He might be famous now. Not yeah, for, right for, well, for being an asshole, but that's like what the internet does, like Boonk Gang. Like, yeah, he might dude, get a million right? followers. Apparently, he's known like around the area, like Bayshore, Long Island. He's like known as the, the nut job around. But yeah. that's that seems so typical for like Long Island guys, like an older sure, Long like, Island or Jersey. Yeah. yeah, an older Long Island guy who's angry at the world, you know, because everybody isn't the same as it was in the fucking late seventies. Exactly, <laughs> but God, you're not my father. <laughs> yo, it's the worst shit though. It's like, yo, to me. It's like, that's the power of the internet, bro. It's like, remember your neighborhood crackhead? You had all the stories. Everybody that lived in your neighborhood knew. Now it's like, it's everybody's cracking. Yo, like, like if it's on the camera, it's yo, like, yo, it's everyone. You thought about the bigger picture? Somerville. We had Jesus of Somerville. He used to uh, hang out at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh, I, me- I know about that guy. <laughs> and then I remember in Plainfield, there was a, uh, there was like a homeless crip named like Larry Love or something like that. You sure it's, it's like not cute? Star. Is it no. cute? No, it's not cute. But this no, my dad went to high school with this dude. He was like, yo, this dude used to like terrorize people in high school and now he's just like this fucking like crackhead. Yo, but you ever think of the bigger picture? We don't even care about certain shit. Like all people care about is the clicks and views. Like Barstool just made money off that video by getting it from the girl, posting on their things, getting a bunch of clicks and views. Mm -hmm. And it's like we don't even care that this guy is really fucked up Mm -hmm. and like has some issues, obviously, he needs to get taken care of. But like we just care about the views and and, like networking and connection with people. Granted, it did make a lot of people laugh, and the f- it was it's fucking hilarious. But like, <laughs> we don't even think. If you think a big picture, it's like, dude, I just got seven million views on that video from bars because bars still repost. You know what I mean? It's like just crazy the the world we live in and social media and the power of it. Well, it depends on who the we is because you know, obviously, the internet internet culture is kind of like a you know a amorphous fucking group of people. You never know who it is really, but it's like real people in real life. I mean, I would think most people are kind of like, just take it for what it is. It's a stupid video. If you saw that guy in real life, how do you know you're not the one who fucking jumped in and, you know, right. dropped him? 
I just sure. like how that dude like pancake fell on that man. Like you knew oh, he, he was. Had, he had you, nothing. Yeah, you nothing. knew he was making a citizen's arrest. Like, like, like yeah, there was. You knew that guy did good on his SATs. Yeah, that's <laughs> what. No, yeah, the dude that jumped on him, like you could tell he was gonna whoop his ass. Like immediately yeah. when the camera got. I wish people like that. Did you see the Call video the after? Did you see the video after he went and got the bagel thing, dropped his ba- bagel, went back, got the bagel again, and left. And he's like, "Fuck I'm, you!" I'm oh, he guy. got the bagel. There, there was like another I mean, part to it where he was yelling. For a reason. He was like yelling. You women are all fucked up. Getting your ass whooped. You women are all fucked up. Yeah. Because of uh, really though. He, he has a point though. If you're really up. short, you probably have a tough time getting vagina, and especially with that attitude of mentality. Gotta go for short. Nah. Why do you think I had to go to Miami to get a Kevin Hart? Really, bro? How tall are you? I'm five six, bro. I'm short. I ain't much taller short. than that. Oh wait, fuck you. You're taller. Barely. I'm like borderline <laughs> five seven. <laughs> my, my wife is four eleven. Really? Yeah. So oh, you man. had to go to Miami? Well, I didn't have to go to Miami. I didn't meet her in Miami. So did you get hate on dating apps? Did you like if you because your height and stuff? Yeah, I've, I've literally had the girls like match up really? with me and they'd be like, "Oh, how tall are you?" Maybe this guy has a point. What do you no, mean? no, listen. You're talking. You're acting like this isn't a common thing. Oh, girl, yeah, that's girl. legit. Like he, what he was talking about is is legit. Girls really? have height but requirements. He, he's just a like, nut job. And yeah, he he's was taking still, out a bagel girl. Yeah, he was an asshole, but he he wasn't wrong. I mean, what he was saying. That's unbelievable. Like, girls do suck sometimes yeah. with dating apps. Yeah, yeah. you just would, but you wouldn't express your point that way. Yeah, no, I wouldn't choose yeah. the bagel shop as my, Never. Uh, my venue. That, yeah, that's where the, that's where to attack the, the root of the problem. Maybe the stage. Probably would have done it a bit more tastefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a, subtly. Yeah, at an Olive Garden. You know, that, that, that's where he's aiming for it. The, fuck, <laughs> the Olive Garden. Well, Ruby Tuesday's salad bar is always a good <laughs> You know, people, I'm not going to lie. People let the guard down when they see the chocolate pudding. Bro, it's always mediocre chain restaurants where you kind of see the most beautiful women. And you're never the hostess with the mostest. Oh, no. There's been like, I've had like, a, I've had a couple waitresses that like stuff like Ruby Tuesdays, like a Charlie Brown's. Ugh. Like, 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 there's... You, go, like, uh, old man you give a pusher tea. Ugh. No, Charlie Brown... Yeah, listen. Charlie Brown's is like old people's like Applebee's Shout out Fridays. to Charlie Brown's. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Like, <laughs> no, you're dead ass. I used to go to Charlie Brown's all the time when I was If young. you like rye bread, all right, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like, cool. I don't know. Go to Charlie Brown's. But like... Yeah, shit is yeah, it's weird. A lot of old people. A lot Steve, of jean shorts. People. Steve, what's a premise of your podcast that you want to ask us something like, say, you were talking about millennials, uh, baby boomers, just different types of generations, social media, outrage. What's something that you want to bring here and uh, talk about? And make like, sure you listen and subscribe to A Pod Amongst Men. Mm. A Pod Amongst Men. Yeah, first of all, do that. A Pod Amongst Men. Do you feel weird now as Great you're name. not the host, you're being interviewed kind of? Yeah, no. This is so my I'm like throwing you like you could interview us too, you know? Well, uh, this is my first time on another podcast, so it's definitely Hell different. yeah. I'm getting you the first? Yeah. Oh, fuck first. yeah. Less work, right? Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of voices. We have a, yeah. We've had a lot of first timers. First timer here. First time, long time. First time, long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm taking podcasts. Nah, my, my lane is just all about like the modern ideas of masculinity. Like as men, mm. you know, we're kind of limited in what we can, uh, you know, what we can aspire to be these days because the old school ideas of what a real man is kind of don't apply in 2019 the same way they did back then. Definitely, right. you know, especially in our parents' age. So there's a lot of guys who just have nowhere to turn. They don't know. They don't know who to look up to. What's the right way to be? What's the wrong way? Some guys feel like they're under attack for some reason because they got you know wrong ideas about what's going mm-hmm. on. Yep. So I was just trying to start something where it's, you could be. You could be a regular guy. You could just hang out, talk shit. But at the same time, we're kind of shooting to to look for what a good role model is, what's a positive example, what's a, a positive way that you could be a man. Like how 
you know, you want to be the hero of the story. You don't want to be the villain. You don't yeah. want to be the douchebag. Yeah. So how can you be a fucking stand-up guy without being an asshole? Well, it's not that hard, but, you know, you have to at least know where you're coming from. Do you face you know? a lot of dilemmas with that? Because, like, there's times where you want to maybe be entertaining. You're a funny guy and, like, do something like, you know, say certain things, but then you have a image to uphold in the way because of who you are and what your podcast stands for. Uh, I mean, I don't really think I have any... I'm not like a. I'm not like an edgy guy, so to mm-hmm. speak. Yeah, you seem cool though. You seem like a dude. You just talk. You yeah, can no, talk to at the like bar. You, you, like how do you nothing. balance that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you balance the fact like you're doing a podcast about great things, positive stuff, but at the same time you want to be lo- like humanized. You want to be like one of the the people, the followers, right, the average so guy. Me, you know, how I, do you balance that? Here's the way I put it. Like, I work in construction, so every day everybody has their coffee break at like nine o'clock around there. So you have a, a big group of guys. Everybody's on one crew. They all sit around. You know, you're on a construction site. You're sitting on like fucking buckets and cinder blocks yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. Because everybody's guard is down, you're just hanging out, you're dirty, you're tired, you know, it might be cold out. It's just like that community of men. Like, you're hanging out, you'll have that shared experience of working, you know. Yeah. A little rough rough life, so to speak. I mean, not, you know. But that was the kind of vibe I wanted to go for, where everybody's just hanging out, you joke, you talk about something, oh, you know, you hear about this guy, you know, he just lost his house, you know, God forbid, this this guy just got divorced. Oh, look at this fucking apprentice. Like, what are you doing? You didn't put sugar in my coffee. Yeah. It's just guys being guys, but... I wanted to have that atmosphere, but in a po- like you know, just keep it in a positive way. A little less cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause I know how it is around like like when you're around like some rugged dudes, it, it yeah. almost seems to be. I mean, think of the stereotypical construction. Yeah, part. it's a it's an unspoken struggle for the alpha spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who could hold court the best? Like, it, it, barbershops are like that. Yeah, too. it's you just know men I mean? being yeah, competitive yeah. subconsciously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I think the whole idea of like an alpha is like that's a little bit. of bullshit when it comes to human beings at i least. think anybody that shoots for that is is sadly mistaken yeah anybody that that says that oh i'm an alpha it's like well you're probably not if you had to remind if you had to tell us yeah i remember yeah, i yeah, asked yeah. about that like yeah i, I don't really buy into i that. never got i never understood that the the whole alpha thing it's like oh so you think that if you could collectively win over people's respect by like sheer brute force is like a way to 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 be the top the most manly like that's not right. I think the most manly dude is the dude that don't got to do shit, yeah. talks the least. Or being, you know vulnerable, I mean? being yeah, vulnerable. Yeah. We were talking about well, it's vulnerability. That, it's, it's that old quote from uh, Teddy Roosevelt. It's, it speak softly but carry a big stick. Yeah. Like saying, you know, you don't have to talk loud if you got a big dick. Did he say the? Yeah. Did he also no. do the man in the arena? Who was, that? was that someone different? Was did that, he what? Was, remember the man in the arena quote? Man in the arena. About like the one. critics who don't, it's not the critics who count, but the man in the arena, the man in like performing. No, I don't know that one. Oh. Uh. I don't know if it was simple. Well, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's true, all on yeah. you, though. Walk yeah. to the beat of your own drum. Like, yeah, you literally do do you and try your best to do the, so, the best by people that you can other than, you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. doing all these things that cause a lot of dudes, like he said, like he's spot on. A lot of dudes have a very skewed idea of what it is to be like a, yeah. a man. But like, I feel like you don't fuck with the red pill. You don't no, fuck, I don't, with any I don't that fuck with that. None of that alpha stuff like yeah, in no, New I Jersey don't. you feel like I feel like there's people who are trying to be alpha males like the bro we go to the gym go tanning like fuck mad bitches at bar A types. but I think that's all you know bullshit I mean? that's exactly what we're talking about those yeah. are the guys who are trying to prove it they, they yeah. feel like they gotta show everybody how fucking tough and you know manly mm. they are it's like bro the real men don't need to do that because they're comfortable in who they are real men are emotional yeah. now vulnerable hell well, no, yeah. listen, every- you don't even got to be super emotional. It's just being, I think, living in your truth the most and presenting yourself off, accurately, baby. like Take presenting yourself accurately. You know, like that's 
Like even the way you see people present themselves on social media versus how they are in real life. You know what I mean? Like the dudes where if you notice, like I've been to places where it's a bunch of guys hanging out, a couple girls show up, all of a sudden there's dudes that get loud. Yeah, yeah, they get oh, loud. Yeah, they, they start walking around a little bit, like, start you know, throwing disses and start, shit. Start yeah, start trying to gun people and you're like, All right, you wasn't just acting like this. What the fuck is happening? Put on a little show. Yeah, dudes are trying to build the discography to be the king of nothing. And it's yeah. like, yeah, and it's like display dominance. Yeah, and it's like, and for what? Well, yeah. that's like the old thing. Like, I mean, if you go back in the day, you know, being weak as a man could literally get you and your family killed. Think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But that's not how it is today. Like today, it, the, the society's not built like that. You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't depend on how effective we are at you know chopping some guy's head off on a battlefield. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to be tough and strong. But there's more to being a human than that. That's my only thing. Like, you don't have to stop being tough. You don't have to stop being strong. Just understand that there's other parts of the human emotional spectrum. You know, empathy is a huge thing. A lot of guys have no empathy. There's a lot of sociopaths out yeah, here, bro. There's no empathy, no compassion towards a fellow human being. A lot of girls are into that shit, too. The empathy and feelings and showing your... Yeah, head. that's like, our, that's like the, uh, the lizard brain you coming know, out. And if, and if only they were into you know, right? two-inch cocks, too, yeah. I'd be good. But I mean, but you could also you could also argue that like technology's taking people's ability to show empathy away and experience certain feelings, like certain human react... Like, you know what I mean? Like, What's interactions. It? I don't think it's taken it away. I think it's... I think it's easier for people now to not have it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's the way internet culture is a lot of times. It's just like a pile-on thing. Somebody does something, oh, this guy fucked up 10 years ago. Let's all pile on. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. You're behind a keyboard, so it's that, that level oh, of Kevin anonymity. Yeah. So you could just type whatever the fuck you want, like you said, and there's no consequences because you don't have to look at a human being in front of you. You were just saying that before you got here about Howard Stern dating a black girl, Howard Stern. Robin Givens. Other stuff, too, going on. What? What? I don't know. There was some clip that uh, he was nasty Brian, or whatever. Uh, Brendan Schaub was mentioning on the fighter and the kid about a comment that like how Stern made it like a he was at like a private event or a party or something. He was talking about how he like made a bunch of people's career because he brought them onto the show and interviewed them or whatever. Just acting like super. Probably not wrong at that time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but he was probably he admits he was an asshole. Then he's been he's been on basically a full tour of admitting that he's an asshole, and especially with this latest <clears> book. <throat> but I mean. Yeah, the whole evolve, you evolve, I get it, I get it, but like, you know, so, sometimes you can't get it every single time, like when he was saying, you know, he regrets a lot of the shit he did in the 90s, he was like, you know, dumb or whatever, but it was like, you know, he was fucking 45 People, in the people 90s. evolve, dude. Yeah, they evolve, it's fine. I mean, but, I don't care that much, unless you actually like, you know, physically did something, a lot of people yeah. take stuff out of proportion. It's like when fucking Kevin Hart, the Kevin Hart tweets, when Tracy yeah, Morgan said he that. beat his kid if he was gay or whatever, you know, like, it, a lot of it's joke, especially if it's coming from a comedian. It's like, you can't take it, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Steve Harvey said he beat his kid or whatever in a joke and people were freaking out on him and he said he was gonna do another comedy special but decided not to because what's he gonna do, talk about himself the whole time? Because if he makes any jokes about any people, he's gonna lose sponsorship money. Mm-hmm. Think about that, you're so high up <clears throat> like a Steve Harvey, where like you're literally on every TV show ever, right? So you have all these sponsors with you. Same with Dr. Phil. You can't just go do comedy because Family you're going to get in trouble because of the outrage. And all but hang that. on, think more about this. Steve Harvey's in a position where he doesn't, he's not in charge of his own, you know, creative destiny where I he know. can't say what he wants to say because he's going to lose sponsorship money. <coughs> that's what he was talking about. Like like that's that's about as a comedian, that. I would think that's a well, shitty position to be in. It, it, no, it he is. He was kind of not a comedian anymore. He's more a TV host. Well, yeah. that's. But that's the 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 catch twenty two with being a thing. You know what I mean? Like for once fame because like like you become less of a person and more of a brand. This and guy's like, like two hundred million dollars. Subjectifying. You know? It's like yo, you lose certain human rights if you want to see value, dollar value. If yeah. that makes sense. Like so, yeah. it fucks up. But I'm I will say 
the comic jumped out of Steve when he got that caller from Michigan. This yeah, was like a that. year ago or something like that, or a couple years ago, where he just told the dude, he was like, enjoy your brown glass of water. And I was like, that's funny as shit. I was like, yeah, that's funny Same with when he fucked up the pageant. It came out. He went back and admitted his law, and they were getting mad at him for that. And it, oh, that no, no, no. So mad and that was, yo, and Steve Harvey exhibited the perfect, like, middle-aged black dude energy of, I don't give a fuck. Like, he was yeah. like, yo, y'all know who won? Shut up. They like, want like, to yeah, kill him in Colombia. They hate him in Colombia. He can't so go what? there. Oh, oh, okay. okay so I don't think he does much coke. He'll be yeah, fine. I guess he's going to cancel his trip to Medellin. <clears> yeah. yeah. Whatever who the girl who wants to go to Colombia? Yo, first of all, who picks up a beef with Mr. Hightower? That's, that's number one. How you gonna beef with Mr. Hightower or like, Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, you get do that. that Black people were getting at him too for some shit. I forgot he said something about sleep or they called him a sellout or whatever. But like, were they the getting fuck? at him because well, he went to see Trump in Trump Tower? I don't know. Maybe I think no. That was that was yummy. I mean, that was it, back. They it was definitely oh, Kanye. People, I know it was people, Kanye. People but what's forget, I'm pretty sure Steve Harvey went to Trump Steve Tower too? too. I'm pretty sure people forget that Trump's an entertainer and all the entertainers know each other. Like from mm-hmm. TV, especially if you're on the same network, they all know. Well, yeah, each other. yeah, but he came out and made it so that people had to like. Pick a side, you know what I mean. You yeah, couldn't I know. be neutral with him. I know. That's like well, that's why we all know. But that's how the entertainers all knew him. But I think the point is, in when you're vulnerable, like we were talking about, it helps your comedy, helps with women. Like it might not help get you the girl for one night, but it help you get the girl for the life. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're just vulnerable and being honest to who you are, that's well, true comedy. Well, I mean, yeah, but and you also shouldn't. I mean, you you don't aim to 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 appease anybody when nah. you're pulling from yourself. It's more or less just you documenting. Uh, Maybe that inner monologue that you have with yourself. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a lot of dudes, if you're doing it for the right reasons, for yourself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anything that comes after that, whatever. But like, I've never wrote, wrote like written a joke and be like, "This will give me the girl I want." Nah, you know never I mean? that. Like, I'm yeah. talking about when you're vulnerable, your true gifts come out. So it's like that type of humor might work oh. because that's who you are. Well, yeah, yeah. And nope. then same with the girl. Like you, like you, you know how guys put an act to get a girl that night or try to like like a really hot girl. Like if you're just yourself, you're gonna get the girl who's good for you. That's my point. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, not every girl is going to be good for you, so exactly. that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But there's also yeah. girl, there's also girls that are attracted to you being you, but they might not necessarily be good. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, they might like, not be the one you want to settle. True. Down. Yeah, true, yeah. True. Like, like, because trust me, there's girls see the value, see certain value in you, you don't see in yourself, and yeah, some real. of them are like cool, and they could be like, this is something I could work with and like try to help, and then there's others that just see what they could get out of it. You know what I mean? Like, like, and like, and I will forever, ever give girls that one up is they could see it like a year in advance. Like they, they're like a year ahead of us. Like I'm almost positive. Like a girl could look at you and be like, I know exactly where it's gonna end. Well, they up. look at they look at guys in a completely different way than we look at them. Yeah, like man. Men. They're more mental and emotional. There's less. Nah, there's less. Nah, I wouldn't even. I don't even want to talk it up to emotional. I really want to think, yo, these girls doing business, bro. <laughs> Am I spending my year with the Rockets or the Lakers? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's like that's what it. What's well, the thing? As guys, we kind of look at girls as like, oh, you know, she's hot. You know, think yeah. about I'd fall. more physicality. Yeah. With girls, they're looking like, all right, what does this guy? What kind of potential does he have? How's what his four hundred one k look? What kind of job does he have? How's his credit? You know, where's his house? I've heard he driving? girls I've bartended with have been like, yeah, I could probably stick this out for like a year or two if it don't pick up, whatever. Like like, like yeah. that sort of detachment. It's like a side job. Crazy, <laughs> bro. Like they see it, man. I feel like women will give advice to a guy and not take their own advice. I've experienced this. It's like a girl will give you great advice or whatever, and she'll be like, yeah, girls like uh, guys who talk to them and this and that. But like the same time, you could ignore that girl for like three weeks and sleep with her. You know what I'm saying? Like they like want to tell you I think what people, to do. I think people, yeah, but do they that. people in general. Yeah. Nobody, nobody follows their own advice. Like yeah, true. 
trust me, I've known the right thing to do and still will sit there and go against my gut or, or better, better judgment and just be like, oh, well, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. And that's how you end up. In- say, not as I do. Well, I love it when they're like, yes. we, lo- we love nice guys. We love funny guys. And then like you'll be a nice guy and a funny guy and they won't like you. And they'll like some s- asshole who's trying well, to be like because, alpha guy. No, I think because girls are just shitty at describing what they like to guys. Possibility. You yeah. know, it makes sense when it's girls talking to girls because they speak the same language. Well, with guys, you got to dumb it down. Not dumb it down, but, you know, we receive things differently. So when they say, oh, we like a funny guy, we like nice guys. No, no, that doesn't mean they like, you know, the, the shy, chubby kid over there who can make a joke. They yeah. like a guy who's still strong, like tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. Who is funny. Yeah. Who isn't going to, you know, beat them up. But at the same time. But like, could. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah, it's, it, no. Because like, of the implications. There's, yeah, there's so many, like, little things, like, and even down to the type of funny. Like, I want to be, like, an asshole kind of funny. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's too nice. He's, like, 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 I've heard girls go, like, oh, he's, like, wholesome. Like, I heard a girl go, he's, like, wholesome funny. Like, I want to do this, like, I like a dirtier sense of humor. And I'm, like, it gets even more specific. What is this, Builder Bro? Bro, yes. seriously, the best, the best description I ever heard was that girls want a bad boy that'll only be good for them. Oh, I've heard someone who said that. Yeah, but that, that. I mean, when you think about I've it, that's kind of that. true. Yeah. It's not me. Like they like the guy who's got <laughs> the edge who will, you know, he'll be nice. They want to be the Betty to his Hulk. Yeah, you know no, I mean? no, exactly. Only I, I can tame this monster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That never goes well for a lot of the Shout girls. out to my wife, Betty. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Betty. I feel like you have to take advice, relationship advice from someone who's not emotionally connected in a situation because the logical advice always works. Because they're like, they're like a third party in the situation. I'm like, dude, like you're getting played. Like, that's what, so your, yeah, fr- that's what your friends too. are for. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what your boys are for. And well, like, sometimes they hype it up like, nah, bro, you still have a shot when like you don't. You know what I mean? Well, or that's a shitty friend. Nah, yeah. that's a, shitty, a friend. shitty friend. I yeah. tell my boys what they need to hear. Like, not no what emotional they want connection involved. You have if you don't have any emotional connection involved in situations, Listen, that's you're going to be of, the most honest. That's a sign of a good friend. They're going to tell you what you need to hear, whether or not you like it or not. Yeah, and, that's and trust me, there's good friends that are bad at telling you what you need to hear. Like they don't have the heart to tell you. You know what I mean? And those guys you can always keep around, but like you should never go for the end all be all decision to those people but like i've had i have a like a good solid three four friends that at any moment no matter what the answer is going to be they're going to tell me whether it ends in like me being upset with them but like they'll always kept it straight with me yeah. like a real friend will appreciate yeah. when his friend is being honest with him oh yeah it, it might suck at the, at the moment but. i've had a couple of friends be like yo if i see you with whoever again yeah i can't talk to you till that's done like, <laughs> yeah, and i've yeah. been like for really like yeah and I'm like, All right. a, a pot amongst men how do you be a better man i think i asked you some of the, a little bit of that back then but <laughs> where do you start like there's so many ways what and what give us the dummies how long guy? have you been married been married for a year and a half oh, oh wow been married? fresh fresh in fresh in how, yeah. how, how do you like it i like it man it's it takes a little getting used to at first I think the biggest thing for us was that we learned how to communicate with each other in our own specific style. Because at first, like it wasn't something wasn't clicking, and then we actually sat down and we're like, "All right, here's where we're fucking it up. Like I'm doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong. Let's try to meet in the middle." How do you do that without getting yelled at or going to like therapy or whatever? You don't need to go to therapy. You just have to be actually honest, which is a lot harder than people realize. Not for sure. Open line of communication is key. Yeah, it's, I mean, like I said, it's easy to say that, but it's another thing entirely to really do it. In terms of execution, because people will hold back on certain things to guard feelings. Absolutely. And that and that fucks it up. You start lying. Yeah, hey, you're not really saying what yeah. you really like. That's, yeah. that's the well, one time you need to, to take the truth. That's my issue. <laughs> well, no, like that's the one time you need to be 100 percent honest if you really want it to work. Because the you, next time it's going to come out in anger, and exactly. it's probably not going to be best said either. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Bombs. Yeah, if you well, if you're doing something wrong. 
or if if she's doing something wrong, for instance, and if you you're not being honest about what it is that's bothering you, how the fuck is she gonna know not to do it? Exactly. Like, yeah. how is she gonna know how to adjust it? I don't just tell them. Just yeah, you should tell them. But I think that's like where like being today's man like becomes complicated. Is a lot of dudes don't want to be like. A lot of dudes don't want to tell their girl. Yo, this shit bothers me when you and I, yeah. like you feel I, like a bitch. Like you're like, man, nothing's supposed to bother me. She's supposed to be chasing me, but it's like, nah. You start getting bitter when you start doing that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, because when you hold that shit in, it becomes resentment. Oh, most deaf. And next thing you know, you just poison the whole relationship. Yeah. Because now, as soon as she does one tiny little thing, you're freaking out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's like if you fucking having an affair, she starts flipping out, and it's just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stupid. How long uh, should it take you to get uh, laid by a girl you're dating? <laughs> I would be, I would be more concerned with if it's taken too long, because listen, I don't. What if you've been trying? It just hasn't been working out. You haven't deep. really been trying that much. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how hard you're trying. If you're really trying, and it's not working, then maybe that's a sign. Like, I don't move on. But if you're not really trying, then you know what's the fucking rush? Would you have to do it in a car if you could? Just like yeah, well, wherever, it's, it's fine. Yeah, man. Sure. Stand long, up guy. Of course. Guys, uh, how long are you guys dating before you proposed? All right. So. Because I've been on a thing with this with this guy I work with for like the past two weeks. You gonna propose to him? Oh no, we're already together. It's a per- it's a permanent civil ship. We have to. Uh, we yeah, they like the documentation. Yeah, they like share pants. Yeah, and shit like that. Good, like. I got a good hookup if you're looking for, no, for a stone. You know? It's Rafael DeLuca. It's Raph. He was gone for like three weeks. What about your other babe? Out. Boy trying to marry no, in the Harvard. No other babe. So the, the way I met my wife was a little funky because I was down in New Orleans for a bachelor party. Uh, and it just so happened. Shout that out that, George. Shout out to George. Just so happens that same weekend she was in New Orleans for her best friend's bachelorette party. So we met. She's from Miami. So we just happened to Wild. meet randomly at Pat O'Brien's. And I got her number and we started talking. And I figured, I whatever, you know, she lives in Miami. It's not going to be anything. But then right. two months later, she hits me up. She says, hey, I'm coming to New York, you know, in October. You want to maybe meet up? <sighs> okay. You're only like the fucking hottest chick that's ever talked to me. <laughs> so. Did you tell her that? Or you played it cool? Oh, I, no, I mean, I didn't tell her that till after I got her invested emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> what the, yeah, obviously, what AKA. System is that? <laughs> What's that? I said, "What step of the dentist system is that?" I don't remember. I think it was E. That is a uh, oh, what is it? How, Demonstrate value. What uh, the hell are you engage, talking about? Engage, engage yeah. emotionally. Oh, Philadelphia reference. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. Engage, engage physically. Separate entirely. Oh, we gotta get good advice for the intern to be a man because your advice you told me to. Hang on, he's not that I am sorry. a man. Oh. You, ahead, you need advice from that. Shut up, Sam. I know what I'm doing. We did a long distance relationship for like oh, two shit. years. Oh, we damn. got married in December 2017, and hey. she moved from Miami to New Jersey on Christmas Day. In wow. 2017. Damn. So it's her and my stepson. And then her parents moved up too. Was she moving here anyway, wow. or like no, how did that work? She got married. She moved up here because we got married. Wow, oh, shit, nice. So it was that's little, dope. That's yeah, it's a little tricky, but we made it work, man. So that's now awesome. I'm a dad too. I think that so. long distance like also played a key factor in the fact that like you weren't around each other yeah, all the time. It definitely got us invested before. You know, a lot of people like you move in together when you're just dating, and it almost gives you an easy out. So when you get into like a bad fight, you're like, "Yo, fuck this, I'm done, and I'm leaving." But it's like now she moved up here. Like we're invested in this shit. You can't just pick up and go. Right. You know right. I mean, like I got a kid who's calling me dad. Like I'm not just. I can't just walk out the door when we got we get into a fight. Right. So it it kind of forces you to to really try and really work at it. Problem a lot of, solved. A lot of people kind of are, are quick to give up. You know the stakes aren't as high. I think. Yeah. I mean. 
She did, yeah. tr- did she try to get you to move to Miami or no? We talked about it, but it just, I mean, financially, it made more out, sense yeah. to come up here. I already sure. had the house and the job. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit, well. So. Oh, okay. Hey. Way more expensive up here than Miami. Way more. Well, I mean, I figured, but I wasn't entirely sure. It's depending on where you are. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's so much cheaper down there, but it's all relative because you'll make less down there. And yeah. Depending yeah, on yeah, what yeah. part of the state you're in, like, it's way cheaper, but Miami's expensive. Miami's, like, worse than here. You know, and it's, it's the only yeah, state out. where the people are dumber than New Jersey, yeah. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. We, we got, yeah, we got some. You it's saw here, the, It's here in Florida. Saw those, those the top yeah. two. Saw those two people that got stuck in the uh, in the toll booth lane because they both tried to drive in at the same time. That was the bagel guy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably, but yeah, like that's the type of stupidity we have, bro. One car fits in there. You had two jammed in one, bro. Yeah. Yo, Steve, what do you think? I know we're on good topics, but I was wondering your opinion on the future of podcasts because you asked me a little bit. But I feel like I think you're starting to get the big picture too because I feel like uh, competition's cool and everything like that. But I feel like the podcast networking is the next wave because you see all these comedians listen to each other's podcasts, go on as guests, and they're all working together and they're famous and successful. It's like why the fuck wouldn't you follow the same blueprint because they're yeah. doing it? I think that's actually the only way to kind of make it nowadays with, with podcasting because it's so flooded. Like unless you do like fake beef. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah. that's still the same thing. It's still a form of networking with yeah. other podcasts. You know what I mean? Like you have to help each other, but otherwise, it's just everybody cannibalizing themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then nobody gets anywhere. Yeah. So, I think a lot of people. I don't know. A lot of people listen to the same things. So, so say we had fans of ours, like they, oh shit, you know, Steve's going on Sweeney's show or Sweeney's going on Steve's show. It's like seeing Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz go on Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. the Avengers of podcasting. Yeah. You know, people like seeing that. Hopefully, crossover. one day that's us. Hey. Fucking why not, man? I mean, <laughs> hey, he started with a flashlight sponsorship, so we started we, we from refer- a base. <laughs> Shout out flashlight. Speaking Shout of flashlight, speaking of what a segue, <laughs> amazing segue. Because I just saw this story that actually made me laugh out loud. A grandmother mistaked her grandson's sex toys for a pair of thermal socks and wore them to bed. Oh, they're pocket pussies, and there's photo evidence here. And she's got them on her feet. No. And is this some clout no. shit? Or is this real or clout? I think it's real. Like, my grandma's dumb enough to do that. And they're pocket pussies. You can look at them. Ew. You got to put lube on to get them off. Yeah, she she must have slipped them right on. Does maybe he still she, stick his dick in Maybe she's fresh out of the shower. That's weird. I mean, I had a grandma who put, like, a, a set of car keys in the oven one time. But I don't know if that's really yeah, on the that, same level. Oh, man. That's, yeah. The you mag- can never tell if it's just all an act from the clout. Dude, what if the it, Either fuck? way, it's funny. I mean, maybe it's happened in life somewhere. But nah, but if your grandma somewhere. just stepping in your flashlight, not on it, in it. <laughs> well, you got to like a <laughs> flashlight. You got to take them and pull them up on her feet. Can we That's confer- can we terrible. Can we confirm it's a flashlight or is it another it's sex? It's so thing? bad, bro. Like it's Flesh socks. Flesh socks? No, it's a you retard. She was standing in his... Oh, no. I think it's hilarious. I think you need a flashlight zap you more than ever. She's like standing in this dude's like dick imprint in his own... Oh, that's terrible. Imagine that's how you figure out. Now, imagine that's how you figure out how big your dick is. How big is your dick? As big as my grandmother's feet. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's got so small disgusting. Feet, not good. Oh. If you're, if you're Chinese, your grandma's like old school, like <laughs> football. Oh they, man, not good. The kid well. was from not Japan, good at all. so it can't be that good. <laughs> it's like a like got a dick like a Game Boy SP, bro. The the, the, the square. The <laughs> <laughs> what would you compare it to? Uh, like an iPod Nano. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Oh, I remember. I the Nano. shuffle. I, the I had sh- a shuffle. <laughs> I had the really little. I one. see you support a lot of podcasts, Steve. How do you uh, use social media to your advantage? Like any hacks you got? Um, I know people are. Doing a lot of things with like certain hashtags, getting a lot of love and feedback back. Uh, it's it's kind of tough with the what we do though. 
I mean, yeah, I, we usually buy yeah. followers. You ever do that? No. <laughs> I'm starting to see people that have. Really? I'm starting, I'm starting to notice it now. You you called out a few things. You see somebody's got like, you know, a couple thousand followers and they're only getting like 15 likes on a picture. Yeah, or I told you like last that. time, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm it starting to notice weird. that. It's funny as fuck to me. Like I, people act fake important. I saw a podcast. They actually, they said, oh, we were, you know, listed on this, this uh, list of like top however many podcasts. Yeah, like, yeah. no shit. I looked at the site. It was a site they fucking made. I love that. They Kevin Durant themselves. They didn't even put themselves at number one. They were last on their own. They wanted to make it look semi-realistic. Yeah, it's like you're cheating on the test. You can't put. That's pretty. That's pretty sad. Change that F to a B instead of an A. You remember when KD made those burner Twitter accounts and was getting into Twitter beefs with people that were shitting on him when he went to the Warriors? That's that's worse than that. We need that fan base. Yeah, that's insane. Shout out to the new women listening. Oh yeah, Very for real, man. Shout out to We're the We're getting ladies like more listening. women listening. Go cheat, dude. Yeah, not. Nah, it's just Expanded weird. Like, when did that happen? Because we, I swore when we started we doing this, idea. I'm like, yo, girls <laughs> do not want to fuck around. I think it's they want to listen to what guys have to say, kind of like a caller daddy is thing. Because like when we were starting to talk about caller daddy, that's when all these females start listening and like following and like showing love. Yeah, guys want to listen to what girls and, want to say. And too. people want to listen to podcasts that aren't. They want to relate to people who aren't usually famous. Mm-hmm. So like you win sometimes that way because not everyone wants to listen to Rogan all the time talk True. about fucking shrooms or whatever the hell he talks about and they want to listen to us like average yeah leave people. that shit up to me that's interesting <laughs> you, you just touched on something that I wanted to talk about a what? lot of the podcasts out there especially the guys like comedians it kind of gets repetitive if you ever notice especially like I love Joey Diaz yeah 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 but the church of what's happening now. that's hey, his therapy shout out to Uncle Joe shout out Jersey he's from Jersey oh most deaf Jersey's finest but hey he's Cuban too I'm like half Cuban now since I married a Cuban oh shit nice but uh I find that a lot of times with comedians, it's all stories about you know being on the road, about yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you gotta you know this long, you gotta work this long to be a feature. Yeah, this yeah, long, yeah. you gotta go well, to open mics this long. But it's like that's great if you're a comic, but you can't do every episode about the same. No, thing. Well, that's I why I like their Rogan. There's self He goes from a comic to like a neurosurgeon to like a UFC fighter to like a actor. Yeah, I think that's and one that's of why the some. That's, that's why him. I kept saying his audience is so big, but he also probably has a uh, percentage of his audience that. Are narrowed for what guests? Like I'll go, th- like I'll listen. I only listen to he a has Rogan. a guest for everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like no I matter usually, who you are, he's got some. But it's the most genius branding. Like, that's the get, guy you want to have a conversation with. Exactly. Not, not, not get interviewed by. Just that's, that's the guy you want to hang out. That's because his mind's scatterbrained. He talks about how yeah. he's so scatterbrained, and he doesn't interview you. Yeah, so it's like if I also get a notification and I see that the Rogan's guest is a comedian today, I'll go listen to it immediately because I want to listen to comedian. But someone else is probably like, oh, they're going to talk about the comedy show like they always do. They're going to talk about this. And they probably don't listen to it. Mm. And then other times I'll see him have some, you know, uh, Bigfoot skeptic or Alex Jones or something and I'll listen to that. He does so many, it doesn't matter who his guests are but because yeah. there's something for everybody. Dude, he yeah. got Alex Jones to sit there on camera and be like, listen, I'm retarded. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yo, this is <laughs> yeah, amazing, thank you. We know. yo. That's great. Do you see yeah. those pages they have where they do like it all fast and they say like weird shit? It's like a comedy Joe Rogan yeah, clip yeah, account. Yeah. I like, like the guy who, makes it, who cuts them up and makes yeah, them. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> Did you see the one where he did it? Where he was talking to Theo Vaughn, talking about the chimps who rip your balls off. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that look of intense fear in his face. Yeah, and then he just sits so there, funny. man. It's fucking crazy, Yo, man. Some <laughs> some people hate on Rogan. Said he acts like he, kno- he knows everything. No, he's just a no, very George, smart George, guy. George Yo, says he's he, intelligent. He doesn't like shit. listen to Rogan because he acts like he knows everything. He says and time I, and time again, like, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know anything. That's what really smart himself. people yeah. say, though. Like, that's what like that dude is. He knows. To know, like, the base point of almost every point in conversation, like, you could throw anything at that man. He could tell you, 
yeah, I don't really know much about that, and then still talk to you for an hour about it. That shows yeah, intelligence. Yeah. Like, he knows a little bit about a lot of shit. Yeah, the, he's like yeah. the Nick Cannon of just everything. Like, like, like you know, Nick, yo, shit. Nick Cannon is all right at a bunch of shit, but that's why he's so Everyone successful. Everyone thinks he's so mediocre, Nick Cannon. I don't think so. He's, he's mediocre not. at a lot of things, but that's hard. Yeah, like, true. like you could be really good at one thing or be kind of all right at a lot of I shit. I think a Nick that's, Cannon career. Fuck yeah, it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let me be an actor. Let me let me have a rap career for lupus. a little bit. Let me be a businessman. Let me have one of the best syndicated television shows all no the time. No lupus, though. Let me give Mariah Carey a stabbing for a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years. Let me get a couple of kids out this deal. She makes way more. Let me get that alimony. Like, like, there's so much. You know, Nick Cannon's winning forever. You made yeah. a good point about the comedy podcast. A lot of the times, though, they're working on their storytelling, so they want to tell stories for the road and like mm. work on their sets, I think. And then also, it's a form of therapy for Diaz. He says that. He doesn't go yeah. to therapy. He just talks on the podcast podcast and then also i feel like it just helps with storytelling ability and uh they just want to get their thoughts out there it's kind of a selfish reason but they have a huge fan base so they can do what they want if i was to do that i don't think as many people would listen you yeah. know well keep in mind too i'm saying all this stuff and i still listen to every fucking episode yeah. so what does that say mm. about me i'm a fucking asshole too yeah that, what, do you, what do you think about <laughs> hidden fans because uh, hidden fans yeah it's this thing where like people like invisible people no but like fans that don't promote you or don't Fuck with you publicly, but like privately, they'll tell you like, yo. So I really, for us, I really just like our media this. fans. Yeah, ju- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be some weird. No, there's shit. some people who are like, be like, yo, I love the podcast. I listen. I'm like, really? And like, you would never think they listen. They don't say mm-hmm. anything publicly or on social media, but you still appreciate that they listen. But whether it be they're like they're a teacher or like a high profile job or just the fact that they're not yeah. that type of person to promote on social media. Like we get hidden fans a lot. I've been getting that a little bit too. Thank you now. for listening. Like certain certain random people reach out. Hey, you know, I've been really really liking the podcast. I'm like, you fucking listen to this. And it's just like, just the fact that they're listening for me personally, because I'm still, you know, a nobody is is good enough. I can I can't really, in good faith, ask people like, oh, go share this and you know, go yeah, tell yeah, everybody yeah. you know about this. Like, I just do. listen. That's enough for me. Yeah. I'm happy. A lot of people are haters too, where they're like, want to listen because they're like, I could do it if he could do it. But I'm like, fuck it, then do it. Like, that's fine. Like, yeah. thanks well, for listening. It's easy to criticize. It's, it's a lot harder to actually create something yourself and oh, yeah. put in yeah. the fucking work. That's also the one thing I think a lot of people forget to like. The one rule to live by is don't offer criticism if you have no solution yeah like, like and there's a lot of people with zero solutions at all but will say everything under the sun about yeah. your shit oh yeah like, like like and that just shows misery like yeah. i'm like yeah, bitter, right. bitter people yeah i'm like man yeah okay hey bro listen i didn't fucking choose your life bro like you have all the choices and possibilities in the world to do whatever the fuck you want to do like we're not banking off this clearly but shout out flashlight yeah, shout out Flashlight. Yeah, for real. Yeah, we need. We need. We're not like selling out or anything. Shout out to the new CBD oil too. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that plug, bro. We got so many plugs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah for real, yo. Just Joe Rogan, I know you're listening. Just shout us out on the next episode. Yo, bro, if we got a Joe Rogan, I just want a Joe Rogan cosign. That's all I want. I don't need to meet the dude. Just yo, if he was like, yo, I fuck with those guys. I Rogan, like, we get it. Show started putting his clips on fucking YouTube. All right, we're good too. Jesus Christ. No, we uh, we getting a lot of people looking at the clips. Well, some. I tag them, but like co- comedians will come in and check in and look at the clips. Like Gary L. Owens just did, Ryan Davis. Uh, oh, Ryan's on me. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan. Shout out Ryan Davis, dude. Like, Ryan Davis. It's dope. still cool to get like recognition from them and if they listen and whatnot. Like uh, I know Ryan Davis has listened before. It's still dope to that's cool, you know? Oh, yeah. But like we love just every fan. But that's how you know those like genuine dudes because that like even what we were talking about before there's guys that kind of stay themselves throughout their whole trajectory and there's people that become the thing and it's like. 
like dudes like Ryan, like they'll check you, they'll do your shit like as a favor, like two years prior, but then like you still see them check back in, like yeah. remember your name, you know what I mean? Like like reach out when they are in state, like hey, what's good? Like dudes like that forever, like fucking the rare shit number one, but always appreciate it. Like how rare do you think that really is? Like guys that'll remember you. I met I met where they came from. I met you know? people do that. Like people people do that. Like uh like even in comedy, I've seen where like it's even happened to me where there's people i've i've you know done shows with and like had somewhat of a rapport with and then you know i run into them later now they don't remember you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and like it's happened on multiple occasions with different people but like i've seen it happen to other people too i've yeah. seen dudes that i've met dudes i've opened for the year prior opening for them again They're like oh yeah nice to meet you what's your name i'm like oh <laughs> Met you last year, dude. All good. Like, yeah, you know, like, even uh, at the, uh, he just came out with a special, uh, Aziz. When we were at that party, when we were at that party, Aziz was there. He's a dipshit. No, no, no. (laughs) Aziz was there. And then, like, I bumped into him. So I was like, oh, my fault. And he's like, oh, it's all good. He's like, hey, man, really nice meeting you again. And I was like, I've never met you. What is he, 10 second Tom? Hi, I'm Tom. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just didn't know what to say to him. I was like, I was like, yo, we never met. I was like, yo, like. He was wasted. That's just a lot about a guy. Because especially when you look at what what happened to him a couple years ago, the whole thing, he's like some male feminist. And here he is, like, being a dick to women. It's like, and then he's gonna pull some shit like that, like real fake shit. Just say you, hey, you finger a, fucked me earlier in the night. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was just like maybe I look like a dude that he thought he knew. Like I don't know, but yeah, I was just like, and me being me, I wasn't trying to be a dick. It's yeah. just I'm not the dude for some fake shit. I was just like, yo, like never met you, but hey, like I cool, never met like, you. But what's up? No, no, no. I don't know what, him, and I'm never gonna run into him. So fuck him. But he seems like a fake dude. I ran into him. Well, before. Bill Burr had that story too about his homies really had did. opened up for him somewhere, and then they were like Aziz had popped up, and then tried like basically like had people come out and told comics that were on the show opening for Burr, yeah, you got to get out from backstage. Yeah, like, I, know, like, I know a couple. He of seems like a little prissy bitch. bitch. You know, he seems nah. like a fucking worm. Like a down at the cellar, he sometimes he's an asshole. Fuck him. But, um, Never, like I said, aside from that, and that wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't a, a a negative, you know what I mean, like interaction, but it was definitely weird. Where I was like, I wonder if dudes meet just that many people a day, where you turn into just nice to meet probably. you, nice it's to meet you, being just seeing you, nice to meet you. Like, that's, that's the price you pay for fame. Like if you want to yeah. be a decent human being, you should at least try to to remember people. I mean, I know yeah. it's not always easy. Nobody's going to get it perfect one hundred percent of the time, but I feel like when you just it's like that standard, throw out that. It's like that standard response, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you again, and you just say it to everybody, regardless of who the fuck they are. Nah. It's just it's hollow, and I feel I don't like that fake shit. I'm man. I'm tight because my niece gave me a test a celebrity look like, and I got fucking Aziz and Zari. Really? Yeah. That that that, okay. that, that you don't look you don't look like Aziz no, you look at all. Like the dude from America's Got Talent, literally identical. Who? Wait, which one? Uh, he's not big. I just forget. That he app was, fucking sucks. Shout out to that app. I forgot what it was. Whatever no, the wait, last wait, season wait. was, I don't know. Who do you, you don't wait. look like anyone I've ever met. Other, That's good. One of a kind, baby. Life. Now that we're doing lookalikes, uh, I don't want you to get mad at this. Go ahead. Go have ahead. you ever? Have you gotten Jeremy Piven? No. I think you look oh, a little actually, little oh, yeah. I think I did one time. No, you do kind of look like Piven a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, shout out to Schultz too because you were talking about it's how like bad. people recognize you. Schultz called me the porn guy, and he, you're mm-hmm. interviewing porn stars now, Andrew. So yeah. you're the porn star. Yeah, so Schultz, shout out to why you. Why don't you pipe it down there, buddy? He I, did we one. Get about he the did one. He did another Two. one. 
Who'd he do? Last, yesterday Lisa was some, Ann and some other fucking Yesterday was some idiot. chick, Shane or something or something or other. I Can't wait to Dana. call you the porn guy when I see you again, pal. Okay? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, well, he's well in he's well better, his way. You so. better stop for a fucking young Hezzy dunk on you, no, bro. he's not cool. Yeah. I mean, he come no, the porn guy. What the fuck? You're going to be a porn star, too. There's not an episode where we don't talk about Schultz is a guy who would remember us like in 20 years, probably. But uh, yeah, there's uh, not so a show. There's not an episode where we don't. Mention people remember like, you. You never think of it, but they do. Even if they're yeah. like really famous, because you got to think that there was people when they weren't famous that were dicks to them, so they know and they're nice to people. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to be a shitty person to somebody, especially if you're not. And famous. like, also, if you look like an, an, a cartoon character, like people tell me I do look like, they'll remember you. Like yeah. little Dicky was like, I think I know you from somewhere. I'm like, yeah, I interviewed you before. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Looney Tunes. You, yeah. you ever watch Looney Tunes? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you look a cartoon character. No, you do. You do. You do. <laughs> Someone told me. Some girls like you look an- animated, like a cartoon cartoon character. Goes, thanks. Is that a compliment? That's like, that like an old Rodney yeah. Dangerfield joke. Yeah. Like, some guy yeah. walks up to him in an airport. He's like, where do I know you from? He's like, ah, you ever watch the Tonight Show? Johnny Carson. The guy goes, yeah, you too. <laughs> 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 oh, what do you talk about that? What do you think about the David Tell thing? Tell Steve about that because he likes comedy. About I love what, what he was David what he was Tell. talking oh, about. The greatest comic. That clip. Basically, take like, the middle ground. He was saying. It was David, so it was David Tell, who's like the funniest man to ever live, in my opinion. And I'm he'll not, go. I'm on, not mad at that opinion. He'll go on podcasts, and he, you know he's just hilarious. But they're like, I forget the podcast. I think it was. It was either. I think it was Greg Fitzsimmons, or I don't know. It doesn't matter. And at the end, he was like, "So, what are your? You know, what do you use your advice to up and coming comics? Like, what you know, what would you do? What would you? Whatever, blah blah." blah. And since he's an old Start school mindset, show. he's like, he's like, he's he's like, Start yeah, a well, cooking show. I don't know. You got to get on this YouTube. Got to get a cooking show, and you got to you, you got to do this. You got to film yourself, fucking. To get naked and just making jokes, cracking jokes. Where he's kind of he's kind of kidding, but he's kind of serious because he knows that like when he, it was more old school when he started, and he's mm-hmm. like, I don't have a regret in my career. At all I did everything I wanted. I did not do anything that I still want to do, and it worked out. But like you know, times have changed. You got to do more of this, more of that. But he's still of the old school mindset where you need to like you know practice your act and stuff like that. But it was just like the internet's here. So that's like what he I'm makes on. A joke though. of it, yeah. That's like the type of shit I'm on. I'm yeah. just like I want to be. Both. I just want to be ready in real life. Like, yeah. like, like I don't want to. I don't want to have like this whole repertoire of followers and, and the blue check. Fuck the blue check. Yeah. It's All like the Instagram stories in the world ain't gonna replace true talent and yeah, hard work. I just want to be able to mold my shit into some shit where, like, like a, a good friend of mine. He he told me. Did he got more of these. Yeah. Want to get one more, please? Nicely. <laughs> I said, please, want to get one more, please? Can I get one, too, sir? Can I have one please, harp as yeah, well? Yeah, nice. Now the intern's going to complain. Oh, no, get one drink for one person. You can't bring down two harps. You have two hands. I could. <laughs> I said, please. You want to have a beer and kiss Chanel? Hey, please. I will, please. Please. Cut that piece out. Cut that piece out. play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Out and I go, uh, obviously you don't know who the Sween's in, okay? A fucking world-renowned hip-hop and radio producer and host, radio host, who's done interviews with countless superstars and is a fucking multifaceted talent. So the fucking best thing you could fucking do is have him be a sponsorship for your fucking ship bag CBD oil because the kid's a fucking legend in the game. Okay? He's the fucking greatest interview you will ever see. Howard Stern, Charlemagne, Larry King ain't shit on Mike Sweeney, okay? So you're gonna wanna fucking have our business, motherfucker. Sincerely, the, sincerely, the Sweeney. Get yourself shot. Yo, keep it basement. Keep it basement. Back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Let's get ready.
Shut your ass up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool because you're a fan. I'm a fan too. You know what I'm saying? And I think to, to me, fans make the best interviews. You know what I mean? Like, because because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan and you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour, it's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I, like, yeah. like a, a lot of interviewers, I have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the truth yeah. of the matter is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipe? Yeah, Sipe, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. What, keep it, what radio? Basement. Keep it basement, like keep it, like keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep it basement. Making money. Dude, you want a flashlight? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want a flashlight. Yeah, I'll take one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want one. You got him a, a fucking flashlight, right? That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, I've been eyeing these up. Shouts out to our sponsor. Nah, but uh, oh, Alex. no, it was uh, no, yeah, it's just like me personally. I think that there's a lot of untalented people that are putting a lot of asses in seats, mm-hmm. and it's, and I've never been the guy like the what's up Instagram. It's your boy. Like, like, I've never been that guy. It's it's like, like dudes aren't show. practicing the craft, man. Like, And I understand that the internet and everything is part of the game, but well, what's the point of having just all these followers and all this shit when you can't deliver on a live show anyway? Well, yeah, like, true, like, like that's, true that's the rub right there because in the, the lanes that we're in, like, you kind of have to have some kind exactly. of online. Yeah. For example, the porn star that was supposed to come tonight, if you the, if you took the if you took the <laughs> old school so if you this. took the old school mentality right where she had to fly to LA to be a porn star mm-hmm. now she's creating her own content on social media and people know her just from in her house in New Jersey from mm-hmm. doing videos or making content same thing applies to anything that you're talented at why not use that social media as your advantage and well, that's the thing yeah, if you're you know? willing to put in the work on social media you could get pretty far without having a fucking drop of talent exactly oh, yeah. and then Mark Norman so imagine doing that that's what's and happening actually now, having the fucking chops to back it up yeah. So you're literally just getting more eyes to see the well, actual talent you have. Yeah. And, and, and like, like the middle road, like oh. what Norman was saying about Bert. Exactly. And then also it's like, Steve, if you're interviewing like a huge person and you want, you're, they're coming on your podcast, you need to do the film. You need to promote it as much as you can. Why not promote as much as you can instead of hiding the fact? I used to hide the fact when I interviewed Charlamagne because I was scared about my voice, scared about everything like that, and I was nervous. I was interviewing all these Thanks, famous bro. people not promoting it right, and it never really Thank hit you so off much, huge. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have the factors huge. there that I could have. Bro, I get the same thing. In my union, like I do a lot of, I talk a lot about, you know, construction and working in the union. Yeah. I don't promote my show within like the union Facebook groups and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah we, like, we're not hard on Facebook either. No, I mean, the Facebook, you just got whatever. the Facebook page. Like us on Facebook. Keep basement going. 
Yeah, no, I, I, it's the same thing. I, I'm too embarrassed to show like a bunch of union guys, even though those are the fucking guys I want to get on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that's like your target audience. That's like the way. main oh, demographic. Yeah, yeah. What are you embarrassed about, though? No, nah, they're just fucking assholes. I feel like most of the union guys are like old school mentality. So yeah, they they're are, they're in it because they're in it. Well, I mean, like with the union, you kind of got to be a little political to a certain extent. And a lot of those guys are like they they sit on the middle. Of the, they're sitting on the fence. They don't have you know. They might be you know conservative mm. you know with their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if they want to be in the union, you want to get more work. Usually gotcha. it's the more liberal side that gives more. Right. Union so a lot work. of them so, are like you know Trump twenty twenty build the yeah, wall, but yeah. they're also a little gay inside. But yeah. Right. Oh, okay, that too. <laughs> well, that reminds me, like Chris, De- you know Chris DeStefano? I know, you know yeah, yeah, no, I know him. Like, I know a guy him. Dropping comedians, and you didn't even talk about Norman. What's that? What were you supposed to say? He was on something. A guy code or MTV yeah, guy. Yeah. Or, well, he has his own special. He's on Shout a out to shows. Mark Norman too. I just saw him on something's burning. Oh, it's hilarious! Show. I was watching it last night. That was a good before one. I fell asleep. How about yet, the uh, so podcast he was gonna do? Um, never happened. Not talking about the one with Joe List. Uh, no, that one's amazing. Though. Shout out to Tuesdays with Stories. A little little beef action that we can't really get into at this time. But um, we already got into. We it. have gotten into it before. Um, anyway, uh, but Chris would always be like, because he's from, I guess, a neighborhood where it's like a lot of union guys, a lot mm-hmm. of like. Look how angry he looks at you. By the way, hey Sam. Uh, <laughs> he, he's from you know he's from Queens where he everyone he grew up with was like union guys like played sports whatever blah blah, blah. and then Chris starts doing stand up what they're not really used to and and Chris is like yeah they make fun of him. he's like what well, you going to do you you going to do your skits or your act you fucking fag or whatever and he's like and and they're like all firemen or like in a union or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like used to be embarrassed to like say he did stand up and shit like that so it's kind of like a yeah no they're thing. fucking they can be vicious they'll rip the piss out of you <laughs> yeah, yeah you you own, when I was doing Cuba basement I kind of fucking promoted like the complete opposite like everything but local like yeah. you know what I mean no one knew what I was doing and I would just promote everywhere else but and then finally I was like ah fuck it I'll show people like I still know what you're doing with this I dare you. thank you appreciate it Sam great subscribe Sam the intern what do you mean you don't know we got yeah, fans you've been here the longest in Kansas City baby we got a male lady with us and now, worldwide bro. Canada too Canada I was around India? when this thing didn't have fans. We had like what two people. We listening. had fans in the fucking studio. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're growing, so pipe we, it down. We had a fucking fan that was going on in the studio. That's Do your it. job and take more pictures. Hey, to be man, quiet. see you backstage at the at the sold out live show, nah, bro. Sam, next time, next Sam, time we yo, see you. Sam was a good guy. He wrote something really nice. Remember the one time he's like, "I remember when he, we didn't have any listeners. And now you have porn stars on and UFC fighters. Wow." He was like proud of me. Proud moment. I'm proud of everybody. I'm proud of us. I'm proud. of... No, I'm proud of Sam, bro. Give it up for fucking right Sam. Up, right away from your mouth. He right started there. with me from the while, from a while back. Yeah, man, I've Try been in the, the trenches. Here. I did the hard work. I went out of my way. Rutgers on the weekends, early mornings. Banned from radio. Banned, right, hashtag that. banned from radio. Right. Clean, I gotta, we gotta cleaned ask, up shit. We got asked to do yeah. an interview about that. Man, um, I'm just waiting for something interesting to talk about. That's why I've been, been keeping quiet. Thanks, Sam. Sorry, we're not talking about UFC. Bro, what do you think about this Norman is podcasting and gold? First of all, yeah, so talk bro. About I resent that. <laughs> Debatable. Yeah, you're, you're you're offending our guest. Pipe it down over there. Uh, oh, shout out to Mark Norman. Shout out to Mark Norman for getting the recognition from Jerry Seinfeld live on the Mets game yeah, at the check Mets that game, interview out, which was hilarious. But do you think that's check a, out Mark Norman in, in, a, in a way? Would you f- consider that an insult? I Wait, know Jerry, a, Jerry Seinfeld likes Mark Norman. Yeah, he's, he's oh, you haven't heard the whole thing. They're the same guy. Like, like, like it's yeah, a, but it's the same. One's dude. worth a billion dollars. Oh, anyway, yeah. anyway, so, so he, Mark knows he's up. Mark knows he's up. 
Yeah, but but he was like he hasn't broke yet. Is that insulting in a way? Because in a way he's making money doing what he likes to do, and like I guess from a grand scheme, universally he hasn't broke. But like people he, know who he, he is. Used, Jerry so used the term I'm on the confused. Mets game that he that Mark Norman hasn't broke yet. In which would case, you feel if offended you were, if you were him or no? Would you be like, oh fuck it, Jerry Seinfeld no, just co-signed no, me? No, no, no. If you're not really, if you're at no, not if you're at Mark's level, because in his eyes still he hasn't broke it, which means like you know you are become a household name or whatever. But like Seinfeld's also so high up, looking down, it's like nobody's really That's broke. Like it, Steve Harvey. Kinda. But like someone like me or probably Alex or like you know someone else would give up our testicles to have Norman's career both? right now. Yeah, both hundred <laughs> percent. But um, I mean, you don't have any anyway. I'll you, fucking kill you. Oh, if he took them all. Hey, listen, that'd be a good gimmick. You'd be like, you Zappy know, is empty, no, sa- <laughs> empty sack. No, just I'm empty just saying, sack. I'm just saying, like, Norman's a guy who's been doing stand-up for 13 years, has, like, like punch a special a couple there. albums, I've been flat. on Late Night a million times. But, like, in Seinfeld's eyes, like, when you're that high up yeah, and big, it's like, who's broke it? You know, you, 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 you're the biggest one. So it's kind of like, you know. Sebastian Chappelle, you know, your Rogans, whatever, I'm just saying. But no, for that, for him to mention anything about Norman on national television, he was probably fucking creaming himself. Like. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole history with that back when he met him at the club and they, you know, hung out and whatever. So it was yeah, like yeah. a really nice moment for him probably. But like broke it in terms of like making mainstream success and being like, you know, somebody like someone Mark like Norman, Sam would know. Mark Norman is in a very good place and I think he, oh, amazing he, place. he could definitely be like... Well, you could be like Seinfeld. One no, day. no, no. But that's what I'm saying is like that's probably the best compliment you could get is From you're Seinfeld, you're yeah. yeah. If I was sitting there like like getting it and I'm like, damn, I'm not working like uh, another gig. I'm just doing stand up. I'm living yeah. in the city. And then and that's uh, what he says. That's what he said to us. And then somebody was like, man, you haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, I would have been like, what? Like, like that's he's he's such a humble guy and he still doesn't care. He's just like, but I'm still making my living off this and I'm comfortable. So it's like I'm you know, I, you know I'm, he made it in my eyes. I, I he made it, but in terms of like, that's the best word you can get from Seinfeld. Seinfeld's not gonna be like, oh, he's doing great. He's been on late a million times. Like he hasn't made it yet, but he's a great comic because mm-hmm. he Mike, writes great jokes. Jerry Seinfeld said nice things about this guy on you know. Yeah, I and Seinfeld has been known to be a, you know, a bit of a douche. So I was gonna say a pot amongst men. How do you stand out uh, with so many different podcasts we were talking about before uh, before on air? Like because you said there's so many and you don't want to like try to be different, but at the same time you have to do you have to bring something to the table that no one's done because you want to be recognized because there's so much fucking shit going on out here right. and people tend to listen to a lot more famous podcasts over somebody who's not famous yet but as you see people actually like the average guy or the average girl and are starting to listen to these podcasts no i mean for me i think one of the big things is i'm trying to keep it as authentic as possible and since it's regular people it's kind of easy it's you know nobody has a, like a persona or like an on-stage version of themselves they have to worry about but i think one of the things i'm trying to do is trying to keep it it's kind of geared towards helping guys but the guests are varied, as varied as possible. You know what I mean? Like, I've had people of all different races, you know, sexes, whatever. Like, I want to get different aspects because I think the best way to be as a, a good man would be well-rounded. You know? You, yeah, sure. Especially when you are familiar with a lot of different types of people. Right. You can kind of temper your approach with different people. You have a little more experience with different people. It's not like you grew up in one town. You saw all, you know, like southern white people for your you know, first 30 years of your life. So that's what you know. And you don't know how to be around other people. You know what I mean? So by having different types of guests and, it, you know, it cultivates a different audience. And You're bringing all these people to the listener's front door. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Without them, even if, yeah, they never left the area, they could still hear a different perspective. Exactly. And that's one of the yeah. reasons why I stay away from politics, because right there you're going to cut off half your, your yeah. audience. So I want it to be for everybody. Like, it's, it's it doesn't matter who you are. Like, this should be applicable to any guy out there. It doesn't even have to be American. It, I have, I've, I got a couple of listeners in India. Well, pretty cool. Dope. We got more than a couple. Yeah. 
a lot because of porn stuff, shout out though. to them because of the porn <laughs> <laughs> to but yeah no nah, I want it to be for everybody no matter who you are and you know you should be used to de- seeing different types of people because the world's full of fucking different people yeah oh yeah do you get greedy in a way because you do it for different reasons for other people like you're not really don't care about the fame you got a day job and you're doing it because you like to do it but when you start getting views and you start getting all this new exposure do you kind of feel like it's kind of like a drug like oh shit like well if I do this I can get more views or if I do this if I keep doing work, I'm going to blow up, you know? Like, don't you want to live a dream in a way like that? Well, a listen, bit? I mean, my, for instance, my computer, like, my, I have a case on my on my laptop and it looks like all like palm trees and shit. Okay. And somebody said to me, what's with the palm trees? I'm like, because to me, this shit is my vacation. Like, doing Ooh. this, ah, I damn. love this fucking shit. I like, like that. Words of wisdom. I'm not, I, that is words that's, 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 that's literally me, too. So. <laughs> but if I could do this for a living, I would do it in a heartbeat because I love it. I really enjoy doing it. I'm really enjoying it so far. You know, just getting feedback from people, talking to people. And uh, I would never change, like, the formula just to try to get success. You know, I want to do what I'm going to do. And if people listen to it, they listen to it. And if they don't, you know, whatever. People evolve, too, though. Keep yeah. it more organic you know to you. I mean? I, yeah, I would want to do my own thing. And that way, if people like it, it's because I'm being natural, because I'm actually being me. Gotcha. So if I have to try to adjust it based, you know, off what oh, this episode did better, so I should have more of this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like then that you're just kind of chasing that for the rest of your your podcast career. I, Schultz was saying he looked at analytics like when Brilliant Idiots first started for the first couple of oh, years. I look. Don't get me wrong. I fucking look yeah. every day. Then he got so big where he's like, "Fuck the analytics." He doesn't even look anymore. It's more about the guests and the interview and the yeah, connection. I'm not big enough to to say fuck the analytics yet. Same. So you you say so you still obsess about the analytics and want? Well, I don't to do obsess about it, but I watch it. I want to know what's getting a good reception. You know. For instance, like I make, I do the, this whole Instagram shit. Like you, you have to know what hashtags use, what time to post shit, like yeah. what things people respond to. So I want to get more people following the Instagram, sure, because that way more people will see. Oh, wait, there's a podcast behind this, and I've already noticed just from growing the Instagram account that I'm gaining followers. Yeah, from that, same. Or gaining downloads at least and listens for the show. Sure, and that's the end game i want people to listen to the fucking show so you're just doing it for like an initial like like growth spurt and yeah it's and just then like whatever happens happens exactly it's so you marketing. gotta you I'm agree just, you have to market oh i'm marketing but i'm marketing i'm not marketing in a fake way like i'm not putting out a bunch of shit that you know like, oh people like this so i'll do that like right. it's stuff for guys it's i it's construction memes and fucking stuff about having kids and being married and yeah, it's like dumb stuff. There's a guy in a, driving a bobcat doing the bottle cap challenge. You like, have like go- goals like, to evolve. Sorry for cutting you off. Like like YouTube video. Uh, yeah, no. Like I'm, you're gonna be a YouTuber. Like other stuff like that. Like what are you trying to do? Like get certain jobs from the union from this or anything like end games like that. Like what's the goal? No, end game for this would be to be able to I don't know maybe get a couple sponsors so I can live off of this instead of working. Yeah. But, it's I mean, tough to when it's got a long, the right that's idea. A long when, it, way away. when it's solely just a podcast, it's very hard. The thing, because like think about it, Rogan was a guy mm-hmm. on TV. He's a comedian. Everyone has something else going on. Yeah, with you got to you got to switch. The, you got to evolve to video also. At some yeah, point. yeah. Definitely. Like my shit is on YouTube, just an audio only format. Gotcha. We got some video. But one, I'm trying to sell my house right now. So one of oh, the yeah? con- one of the conditions is when I get the new house, it's going to have an extra room that I'm designating as my my studio. Hell so yeah. I'm going to you know set it all up. I'm going to get the cameras and everything. But honey, ha- leave me alone on podcasting. I'm going to have my special podcast room. Yeah. <laughs> no, now I have my fucking dining room. Yeah, uh, Ryan Davis, he's a comedian. He said in a comment, he was talking about something about uh, how like followers don't always mean like uh, traction and whatnot. He was saying, social media doesn't pay a penny. You got to learn how to flip your following into money through advertisement or merchandise. Merchandising. He said, if you're a talented, you could just get paid for your talent but tour- by touring or creating original content. And then Gary Owens also was in the comments and he wrote, YouTube is where it's at for comedians. I think mm-hmm. that's true. So you, I mean, listen, with, as far as money, 
It's either YouTube or Patreon. I would think. Yeah. What, I mean, what else really yeah. is there? You know it is. We felt we we, we we're Patreon's a, huge. We're on the yeah. fence about Patreon, like because like it's kind of weird. Like remember what Rubio was saying about like this. Well, it's like if you can't gauge thing. your numbers enough of when you're just putting it out for nothing, it's like you don't. Who do you think is going to pay for you to, to put out certain people stuff? People will, yeah. though. We've had a lot of rando listeners. Yeah, people will, definitely. I mean, there's people out there. Like, look, what about, think about what Andy was telling us about Twitch, like what people would, you know, give him to do and stuff. I feel bad with the Patreon, especially like. Me too. You, I mean, I don't know. How long have you guys been doing this? How many years now? He was, was doing it before way before doing us. Doing radio like, podcasting for a few years and then I mean keep it basement. How long has keep it basement been a thing? Two thousand end of two thousand thirteen, right? Yeah, I've, I met up with Charlemagne, interviewed him, then I was like, let's do a radio show and vlog, and then I won a best blog in my college class and then radio had top rated radio show. Yeah, so two thousand thirteen. Uh, the consistency and like uh It stopped on it, and off though a little stopped bit. Stopped on and off and then it got really consistent when me and Alex came on about the end of 2017, so about a year and a half. Because my shit, I don't look it at it as... It was... Dude, it's been what? Like a year and... Over a year and a half. I don't look at it as like, like a, a podcast. Year and a half, man. Just like a way of life, you know, in a way. Like yeah, we're not just what? a podcast. That's why we try to put like me- like Key Basement Media a lot of different places because we want to do a lot of different shit, put a lot of different people on. Because li- literally, if you think about it, just where your voice is at, because I was on radio, same mm-hmm. thing, and then I took all the episodes from radio, made them on SoundCloud like a podcast, and then podcasting, YouTube, uh, comedy, whatever it is, it's just a way of life and what you do. You know, I'll, I'll take whatever. If, if I get big off one of the things, I'll roll with that and try to make everything else work out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm an opportunist. But, like, I, I'm passionate about certain things and what I talk about and the vision. But, like, it could go either way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm j- I just like having a voice and making people feel better and entertaining. It doesn't have to be uh, solely a podcast or solely radio or solely YouTube, you know? Or solely ghosts. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're cutting that out, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, uh, you think he listens? Maybe. He was on. We had, we had him on. He's a good guy. We did have him on. It was a fun was time. Great story. 2016. Yeah. yeah. Not that long ago. I've been doing shit so long, it's like you forget. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just so accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been through the ringer, like, not to be like, yo, I'm your, you're my son and I'm a general, but like, I could help out people and I just know all the stuff going on. I don't have all the answers, but like, I've been through the process of a lot of stuff, you know? I've been, I've been trying to, uh, to keep it as consistent as possible. Yeah, yeah. the consistency is key. You're doing the right thing. That's things. what I push to us. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's hard, man. Yeah. It's hard, especially That's when always pushing him back trying to find guests. Like, exactly. I don't have any co hosts, so exactly. I'm not just going to sit there like Burr or Theo Easy and just talk to myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say. Easy for scheduling with you, though. As you it's said, hard. it's hard for us to get on the same schedule. Yeah. Dude, that shit is hard. Yo, doing a podcast like where you're just dolo. Like, that shit that. is like hard as shit because you got to avoid dead air with yourself like that, that's one of my things the longest time that he needs someone to bounce off of originally it was a keel shout out to a heel but it was like after he kind of like was out of the picture he wanted to just do this like like a solo thing against the wall i, mem- I remember that and like Tay like, though was on yeah but other people it was all it was on and off and now i'm glad now we have like consistent members here and now you have like a person you have other personalities to talk to true and you came one time you're like what the fuck is key at basement and you got all mad and said it sucked then a week later we had mickey gone you're like bro we're back we're back <laughs> all right so we're cutting that out too i'm just kidding <laughs> we all love each other but um i think at the end of the day it's like all these big guys a lot of the bigger name comedians who got even bigger because of their podcasts like you know a lot of the west coast guys theos and burts and whatever we're already having a career in comedy, and that kind of yeah. sparked it. But for someone like us, kind of starting a little bit lower, we got you got to do a bunch of different shit, mm-hmm. or at least don't be sporadic about it. Though, like, be consistent and work hard at something specific. But like, try to do more than just a podcast. Ste- yeah, and like you said, you can turn everything into a podcast. Here's so my stuff. Like, we do a wall talk. We'll film it. We'll put it on YouTube. Exactly. But we'll also put it. Out Steve, as a podcast the formula episode. is you take the you try to take the most barriers and put it in content. Like, say if Schultz at the Stress Factory, I'm going to the Stress Factory doing a video interview, putting on mm-hmm. YouTube, taking that audio, putting on podcast. You're putting all your content everywhere. 
Yeah. Whatever hits, hits. You know, it, I'm not being phony. I'm not being fake about it. It's a great interview. You could see me on video. You could see me on audio, and that's what I'm doing. And we're more of that know? Rogan side. Like we have, we've had comics on. We've had, we had Mickey. You're, on. you're right we've about had, the guests. Hard to get guests, right? On. Oh, it's like very. you could be consistent every week on your podcast, yeah. but at yeah. the same time, you could do a video, do something else, and a podcast every three weeks, and still get more traction and evolve better. You also yeah. never. It's know, hard to. Like, it's hard to gauge exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Like. Not to be mean, but like like I could do a podcast every week and get nowhere. But if I did certain other things with it, it would help more, and I could like do less podcasts. Mm-hmm. But you got to find the thing that works for you. But consistency is key. Yeah, and I you're like doing, doing right the things. podcast. I like that part. Yeah, like that's it's also the fun easy. part. Like me. it's not not it's, that it's easy, but it's like in terms of for creating uh, technology yeah. and stuff needed, and you just t- basically just talking to a mic. It's easy. You yeah. need a whole production aspect of it. Like counsel, you're like counseling yourself, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's so therapy. easy. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's pretty. It's Group pretty therapeutic. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But no, no joke though. It's literally like having a second job. It's. it's I, I told you. Oh yeah. It's almost it's like another forty hours a week on top of what I'm already You're building working. a brand. I've been telling this guy like if you if you did a if you came with a video camera not even a video camera if you just came to work one day with me you know, and just watched me at work sitting at my desk all day I'm doing this. Yeah, you don't want to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care at this point. But, but like, I'm, I'm guilty too. Also, when you do a podcast, you could have a great idea, and it could for, could be for your comedy, for video, for YouTube. So like, it's kind of like a rough draft because if you think about it, uh, what's Jesus and Marrow? They and have Mero. a podcast, right? Where it's kind of like if you listen, but to their they podcast, boys. If you if you listen to their podcast, I don't always listen, but I've listened before. They're taking their ideas and putting them on their TV shows and like the Vice when they were on there, and yeah, now it's Showtime. It's like exactly like there's so much shit going on that it's almost like you have to kind of recycle your content if it's hits, if it's funny. And good because there's so many people listening to certain things out there that not everyone's going to get it. And you, you know, know what what's I mean? going to hit? A tiny little three-second clip from a podcast might hit over a video that you put 15 weeks exactly. of production into. Yeah, That's true. And my my thing is you want to have the most variables. Like it, like I told you, like if you're doing a big interview and you had the video there, like why not videotape that? Because like you could get some more shit out of that and more exposure and more fans. Mm-hmm. From a lot of people like visual too. A lot of people like do. audio. A lot of people like visual. So you got to cater to well, everybody. That's the problem, man. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it in my dining room yet. Like I'm, No, yeah. If I'm going to do it, I want to do it and feel confident. Yeah. Sure. That's why I did radio. I didn't want to be on camera. I was yeah. scared. You know, it all, it's, a process. it's a process. I want to actually have it like a, I want to have like a fucking studio so people think it's legit. Yeah, we might have to it's part of it, man. Yeah, we're, we're the basement, baby. Key basement. Key basement. But this is the studio. That's the name. That's what it is. Like yeah, you it guys are being organic. legit. That's what if I mean. If we get yeah. big and get a, if we get a big and get a studio, we're at like the beginning of the video game. It's still hilarious. Yeah, we're at like the fucking beginning of San Andreas where you're just in that shitty one bedroom apartment. It's still the greatest when people come down here like, oh, it's really a basement. You're like, yeah, yeah. And like, there's actually famous people down here. It's the funny thing ever and it looks like a 12 year old i've always wanted to do that like, <laughs> yeah. yeah i told you yeah like if a 12 year old got like is on the run for murder like this is the basement oh, he thanks, would hide in. Appreciate it. punching <laughs> bag pool table yogi berra some, yeah, girl, some, girl, some girl never came back she said i thought that was the bathroom where saul was filmed in yeah. in the words looks of Pat like oswald this is like uncle touchy's <laughs> naked puzzle basement yeah, yeah. <laughs> uncle touchy's naked i can't wait till we're you done won't, <laughs> you won't wear a shirt and you'll cry i can't wait till this podcast is over and we go outside and there's like 12 guys out there and a porn star it's going to be fun <laughs> that is yeah. not going to happen i don't happen, know where bro. you're getting these 12 guys like, I'm what here kind of yeah she wasn't is this girl yo bro you yeah, no namer yeah. Yeah, I come on. That it was going to be one black dude. Oh! Whoa, whoa. We don't, okay, well, we're not, we don't racially profile here, Sammy Boy. Hey, hey, right, hey, let me, let hey, me, hey. On Sam's behalf, I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, right. no, he wasn't. Was, let me explain. Probably a dude in some basketball shorts eating, eating, there ain't nobody here, eating a piece of pizza. What's up, y'all? 
<laughs> hey, yo, just don't touch the merchandise, you dig? Oh, yeah, I mean, God, right, you got it, bro. Oh, jeez. And a pimp, probably. No, nah, you know how many like amateur porn stars just fuck their boyfriends on camera? And True. the dude, you know how many dudes like, I don't care if I get yeah, famous. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but like she's fucking other guys, they don't care. I got mine, right? I got yeah, mine, right? Yeah, yeah, listen, listen. My dick is famous. My dick is famous. <laughs> I don't know what to <laughs> That's legendary. I love that. Um, so let's go over the ways that what Sweeney said was problematic. About what? No. Oh, when he said the what black guy? Mm-hmm. It's very very insensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. Sam or me. Sam, are you a closet racist? He was quoting you. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Okay, so the only reason I I used that term was because I was I was I went on her Twitter page and she does the BBCs. Exactly. So you're gonna, black, you're gonna have to cops. stop mansplaining to us yeah, right now. Yeah, stop. No, we know that. It, st- don't let him push you into a corner. Okay. All right. Fuck I'm not pushing him right into a corner. All right. We can switch the this topic. Is be real, real, real soon. There's no white dudes with BBC. I want to know. No matter, no matter how hard they try. Yo, listen. You could gentrify Harlem all you want. BBCs. You ain't getting no BBCs, bro. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know how to be a better man. Because in the last episode yep. when I was at your uh, crib on the podcast, you said uh, like a kid has helped to help you evolve and stuff and marriage, but what if you don't get laid and don't have a kid and you don't have a girl? Like, how could you be a better man? For Sam, a young Samuel. Not saying he's not a bad man. I'm just saying, well, how yeah, could you be I a better mean, man? It all depends on the person. Like, what the fuck do you think is your problem is? You know what I mean? True. Like, what do you really Uni- think? Universal, you need- uh, universal things that you universal think about. Universal things. That you talk about. Listen, just don't talk a bunch of shit. You know, when you when you speak to people, speak from the heart. Be honest. You know what I mean? Like, My honesty like, hurts most of the well, time. Well, no, no, no. Here's the, here's the difference. You can be honest, but you don't have to be brutal with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have a little tact in, in your words. No, I understand. You Just, know? I'm, more or less, it's how well I know them. It's going to depend upon the brutality yeah. of the honesty. Listen, treat people... The assume, way you want to be treated. Well, I use yeah. the golden rule, but, but that's, that's how a, I live my life. That's something we were talking about before. We were talking about like famous people with like, Aziz in them. You want a, a true character... You can see someone's true character by how they treat someone who can do nothing for them. Yeah, that's so a, think of the person real. you walk by, well, you know, shit. like somebody you, somebody you go to school with or somebody on your team or whatever like mm. that. You, someone down at the gym. Yes. Yeah. So say that somebody new, like a white belt, just yeah. showed up. Like, you don't fucking know this guy. You don't, you don't need anything from him. There's nothing he can teach you. I teach him regardless. Exactly. that's how I would want to be treated. Exactly. Each one teach one. That's a great thing to do. Saw a new dude the other day. I'm like... All right, you need help with tying your belt? All right, took mine off. All right, this is how we do it. This way, that way, that way. That's okay. It. So nice you ha- to meet you. My name's Sam Dunn. Okay. So perfect. You got the concept. Yeah. I, I how can it. that apply to other parts of your life? It's, I mean, just... Just no, you don't, you don't have to give examples. I'm saying when those opportunities arise, that's when you can have a, you know, have a chance to really exhibit goodness, so to speak. Like a real man... It's supposed to be a protector. You don't want to. Your goal isn't to dominate everyone around you to be the fucking the alpha like everybody talks about. You want to be the fucking hero of the story. That's the best way to look at it. Mm. You want to be the guy that can help someone, help the weak people, help the people that can't help themselves. You know, you don't have to be a fucking you know bleeding heart you know charity guy, but be someone who's a positive figure in the lives of those around him. That you want people around you to look at you and say, yeah, you know, that's really that's a good guy. That guy. He did this for me. He Sam didn't have to, you know? I got love for that guy because he helped me when he didn't need to. He doesn't know me from Adam. But that guy, you know. Man, if, if I, I wish most people were like that and there would be a lot oh, less issues. Yeah, no, it's easier wouldn't said be, than be done. The bagel guy or anything. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> Chris it, Morgan. Listen, it's, it's a lot of big talk. It's a lot, of, it's a lot to live up to, but yeah. it's certainly something to shoot for. Just do the oh, best yeah. you can do. Yeah, it's hard to do it every it's, day. It's better to aim high, and at least that way, if you come short, you're still pretty fucking high. Yeah. There you go, man. 
I feel like it's hard in the UFC. Those, those are real words. It's hard right to. There. It's hard for jujitsu people though. Like you want to be the fighter, the main dog in the no, ring. Fuck that. No, fuck that. Jujitsu people are some of the nicest people you'll meet in your life. The, you well, what, because what? they don't need to prove anything to you. Once that, once they're in that ring though, they want to. They want to kill their, okay, their hunters. We're, they not, we're not in the ring. That's a very specific time and True. place. Like we don't. We don't live in the ring. Like they're they're willing to like risk their bodies and their lives to fight in that ring. You know, oh, it's yeah. some crazy shit. But you got to be a wild guy. Out of the ring, bro. There's some of the nicest people. Martial wow. artists. You're competing 1% of the time. The rest of the time, you're training with yeah. people who you want to take care of because they're making you better and you're making them better, vice versa. True martial yeah. artists, people that really understand the actual philosophy behind like real martial arts, are some of the nicest, most polite, helpful people you'll ever meet in your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, because there's a peace that comes with you when you know you could fuck up anybody and everybody. Yeah, it's a quiet, yeah. quiet and confidence. That's super fun to have. <laughs> it's quite confident. Yeah, you don't nobody have to prove anything. Yeah, yeah. There's something wrong with you if you know you can whoop everybody ass and you're still a bully. Like yeah, uh, yeah, there's something true. obviously wrong. But like, somebody dude, who's got some kind of trauma. Yeah, but if I've been fucking elbowing a fucking milk crate for ten years, you best believe, <laughs> bro. Like, except like the guys who are douches to you and they don't know that you're a fighter. That's the best. That's gonna be the best feeling ever. Like the Mickey Gall Rutgers story. I would yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh yeah, the bar story. Oh, dude, like <laughs> yeah. people are. Dumb. People like, trying like, to fight are so Yo, stupid. you picking a fight with a random dude is the yeah, most dangerous so thing you could ever do. It wasn't too dangerous if it was the bagel guy, but like anybody else, yeah, definitely. Nah, bagel dude, like once he started opening his mouth, I was like, you know what? Listen, no, no, you could probably smack him, but like, don't wait around. He might come back. Yeah, like, he might you know shoot. I mean? like, he's yeah. probably got a gun. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I tell. Yeah, for the time being, definitely you can smack fire out his mouth. I, that's what I'm saying. I tell everybody, I'm like, there's certain dudes where you could see it in the eyes, like they would come back with a saxophone case, like ten minutes later, just like yeah, you thought it was funny. <laughs> Just yeah. watched, I just watched Desperado last night. I'm ready to take you motherfuckers out. Bruh, can you imagine? <laughs> like, can you, dude, like, that's the. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, first of all, that's the best movie of all time because that's the one thing that's based around that whole movie is everybody goes, you know, he killed him with a pencil, right? <laughs> Everybody's like, I, like, there was a point where dude's like, I get it, a pencil. He's like, yeah. Classic Keanu. Dude, can you imagine if a dude, if you knew a dude that could murder people with pencils? Not like, that hard. Yeah, yeah, it, it, in theory, nah. Yeah, yeah. I've taken tests though. Pencil points break. Like, like, <laughs> like, like to get through a jugular is like insane. Bro. You could do it if you really wanted to kill the bastard. Oh, yeah, psh, yo. Stab. Yeah, you got a little wooden shank. Depends where you hit it. Yo, 2019, like mechanical pencil killer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm dude. Mechanical pencils. I'm more. Of, I'm definitely a pen guy. I would, I would go like pen as my writing utensil, then pen standard pencil. Mechanical pencil. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't picked up a wooden pencil in years. Hi guys. What are we working at Staples? Yeah, man. What do you this mean? I hope she's okay. It's been eight hours. You got the mustache for it, dude. Like you like. <laughs> you're like the Staples manager, bro. Get back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the folder section. I'm having to load lead into all that shit all the time, dude. I I'd use pens all the time. I don't give a fuck. I it's think gotta yeah. Be something that's if I if I go back to. I'm pretty sure. My eyes cross my teeth. I'm pretty sure once much. you get past a certain dude. age, all you do is use pens, except for like the SAT. I love pencils, bro. Really? Yeah. I like I mean, mechan. I, I like mechanical ones. I can't do a regular pencil. I get the kids, so we like to draw. We draw, uh, we draw Pokemon. I, I like the mechanical lot, pencil. Oh shit! Yeah. See, that's some mechanical joints. I could do all day. Yep. But like a Tykin Daroga, fuck that. Tykin Daroga. Right? <laughs> 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 Sound like Swedish. Tykin Daroga. Mike. Tykin Daroga. Tykin Daroga, Mike. Mike, I do Taekwondo and Tykaroga. <laughs> Mike, look at me break this pencil in half. Hiya. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I should do a little tag team action. I'll get Mickey on my team. We'll fight anyone. 
I saw this. I saw this conversation on Twitter. Like, there's some random black guy outside uh, <laughs> with a with a girl with her tits out. What's going on here? I'm gonna have to choke someone out. Good tits. What's though. the classic puzzle line? You could fuck a two piece puzzle up, Mike. Two <laughs> piece. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you could fuck a two piece puzzle up. This is this is uh, an impression of Sweetie's dad. It's, it's his oh, dad. Okay. It's his dad. He just sounds like a leprechaun. What's up, Shammy? Does he actually call him that? No, it's funnier. It's funnier because I've met his pops, and it's like he doesn't. He sounds like that vaguely. Yeah. Like, like yeah, I've never, never like seen really seen Alex. it. You never see me yell, Alex. <laughs> I've never seen your pops angry. Yeah, I don't know. Take it fucking Kenjin. Did you ever notice those are the best impressions to do? You do it with your with your friends, and they know your parents. You do an yeah. impression Whole of one of your parents. Oh. Those that's are the, the thing. Most I met his dad. That's the closest like, you ever get to like murdering like a oh, theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is what Sebastian feels like. like yeah, I've, bro. Like I've met his dad, and it doesn't sound all the way over the top like that. But if you ask all his friends to do the impression, Whole they do squad it just like that. Whole squad does it. So it's like the only way they could do it. Yeah, my dad. If you piss him off, he gets like even craftier. Like his vocabulary expands immensely. It's a great, like... What, he, he taking the SATs? Yo, I swear to God, my brother did something, and then you just heard my dad like, hey, yo, this shit's just like completely asinine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, my, my, dad's, my dad's from Newark. My, my dad's Italian too. from Newark, my so too. he sounds like, you know, it's like Very The Sopranos. What he oh, is. shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, looks, he looks like Richie Aprile. Remember from season two? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, People have come up to us like when that was still on, like, on the air. My they dad looks like Sharippa if he was hey, extremely skinnier. <laughs> Locker! Locker looks like he just filmed for Goodfellas today. <laughs> Wait, I, thought he, I thought he was here. Nah, no. it's just a I thing I did. Oh, man, yeah. Sweeney should be an actor with that type of commitment. Yeah, we all looked <laughs> yeah. over, bro. Sweeney does it. We'll just be on the driveway. He'll just be like, Locker, he's not even outside. Yeah, he he's, he's no, like, he's not. He's there in spirit. Yeah, That's what matters, bro. Maybe the cat's out there. Yo, Sam was hating on the pizzeria locker. Like, can't yeah, talk about. Let's that. talk about that for Whoa, a second. Wait, listen. Delucious? Yeah, so Delucious is a good pizza. Do you do you agree, Steve? Delicious. <sighs> I haven't had Delicious in a long time, bro. I go to Russo's. Gotcha. Is that where you go? Or no. Dominic's? No. Shout out to Russo's. What were you saying? Pizza. You were trying to end it. You were going like this to me. I was telling you, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Soon. Oh, we gotta do words of wisdom. Keith yeah, words of wisdom. Yeah. No, let's have pizza talk for a minute. Pete, all right, go ahead. Okay, I might so have to edit this out. I like Delicious. You can't hate on my. my I got, I got a lot. That's to fine, say but I'm this. just being real. I... I'm not hating on Delicious. I'm just saying you guys praise it up as something. It really, it's really not crazy good, man. I'm sorry. Have you had a bad pie? It's worth. You never. I've had. Well, then every pie I've had there is. I've never had awful pizza in the state. I'm, I didn't say it was awful. I just you mean, came here with Frank's you ever old been to pizza, pizza brothers. Yeah, it shit sucks. Well, I'm t- everyone likes no, its fucking yeah. trash. Well, I've never heard of that. But also, pizza brothers is fine. Also, no, I meant non chains. I meant well, some chains, but I meant like yeah. non. These aren't you know, chains. No, I'm just saying. Fuck yeah, non chain. It's hard to fuck it up. It's just chain. It's pretty much guaranteed to be fucked up. Oh, yeah. yeah, obviously. I mean, unless it's like a local chain, like. Are we getting Delusion is good, but it's not that good. And there's other places in the area that are better. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I fuck with Domino's, heavy. Oh, everyone does. I think it's gross. Listen, Dude, the cheesy bread, I'm not going to lie, that's a life. That's a game changer, Bro, man. listen to me. I got my family. I got my wife, my kid, and my in-laws living in my house now. They're oh, all from shit. Miami. They don't know real pizza. This is the fucking mecca of pizza, New this Jersey, is very New York. true. You can't get pizza like this anywhere else in the world. These people want to eat Domino's. I got them the best pizza in the world. Russo's Pizza in Bridgewater, New Jersey is the best pizza in the world if you don't, if you don't agree with me. I'm adding it to my map. Where is it? You. I've never had do it. Your, does, do your in-laws hook it up with the Cuban food? They don't mean we. I know where to get good Cuban food. It's like right off at Russo's, right off of like Amwell or something no, no, like that. Russo's right? No, no, Russo's is right on uh, on twenty eight. On uh, Main Street, Main Street. You on Main, Main Street, Street, on that yeah, like little in the cut kind of right like, past Finder. 
Yeah, it's never that, heard of it. Bef- right, it's right before you get to the. the There's like a barn stadium. that like like sells like oh, liquor? vitamin waters and liquor, liquors liquor. and yeah, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by there. It's on the other side. It's by there, right? Yeah. East Main Street. But no, no, like they. Pretty good. I'm not even gonna lie. I got my kid. I can't get him to eat real pizza, man. Nah, he wants Domino's. He wants Domino's oh, yeah. and Papa John's. You give that to him too young, that's all they want. Yeah. All these kids like franchises, man. If you, want, if you want Italian food in Oregon, the parents like, yeah, you can go to Pizzeria's or you can go to Olive Garden, and that's basically all you got. Olive Garden's fucking yeah. trash. It's, it's fucking so bad. bad, bro. What the fuck? I think I've only ever eaten I like breadsticks and salad, life. though. I'm not even going to front. Bro, I could do Olive Garden. Olive yeah. Garden's like a Charlie Brown. <laughs> People a, say it's nice Olive Garden. I'll do Maggiano's if I want, like, Italian. Good Italian food. Jesus Christ. In a pinch, all right, you're starving Olive Garden. Maggiano's yeah, is okay. It's there. not great, but it's not gonna lie. Carabba's not bad. Carabba's another Jersey. one of those chains, but it's, it's like it's Joanne makes some great fucking Italian food. Have you fucking met my grandmother? Eat my grandma's food and then go eat. Maggiano's. Is she the one who tried the flashlight on? Oh no, that's a different. No, one. that's what? Wait, wait, what? Yeah, he's it was actually to Tom. A, we're talking he's trying about to make a callback for an old joke of the flashlight uh, socks I showed yeah, you guys. It doesn't matter anymore. Bro, I got a thrasher hat on. I'm a skater. Bro, I want to spray paint graffiti on your forehead and pipe down. What? Tommy Kim and spell graffiti. G R A F. Don't hurt yourself. Great content. I won won the fifth grade spelling bee, my friend, so come again. You were in a spelling bee, loser? You kidding me? I think, wait, 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 I think everybody was on a spelling bee, wasn't there? I wasn't. I'm not Indian, but they I made would... you. They made you do it. Yo, it was always an Indian kid. First of all, if you're white and you won, then you got something to talk about. Yo, I almost made it out the prelims in the classrooms. <laughs> I almost made it. Uh, yo, vacuum <laughs> took me out. Yeah, vacuum, vacuum. took me out. Two yeah. U's, two U's. Huh? Yeah, I thought it. Yeah, I thought it was V C. I thought no, I knew there was two. There was two groups of two, so I thought it was V A C C U. M M, not V A C C U U M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To what? It should just be V A C U M E. That should be vacuum, no? I should have asked for the origin before I spelled. And that's why I fucked. <laughs> that's why I fucked up. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to do words of wisdom? Yeah, I was gonna say content, and Howard Stern said content is how you win. You don't play the Beatles. You want to be the Beatles. He was saying with radio, you got to be a personality. It's not like just announcing songs and shit, which fucking people do these days, and radio's dead. But he was just saying how content is going to get you to where you want to be because just be funny and interesting and create your own work of art. It will work out for you. I thought that was some wisdom. I'm with that. I think that's the number one thing to do is you want to be the first Mike Sweeney. You don't want to be the next Howard Stern. Yeah, right? Like that's You don't want to be a second... Uh, Charlemagne is Charlemagne so. because he's Charlemagne. You definitely don't want to be the second like, Mike He actually Sweeney. said that in an email, Charlemagne. He's like, you, you don't want to be a character of somebody else, but you could be influenced by other people who've done it before you. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, you know? Because like, if you think about it, we're all influenced by certain people, but it's not like we're that person. But some comedians try to be a fucking second version of somebody else. But that's why. Good artists copy, great artists yeah. steal. You, yeah. you, you, like, and it's not to say you, be you're the first stealing version content. Yourself. But you're, yeah, I think everybody that is uh, a, a well-known personality right now, they're a culmination of all the people that they kind of like. Like, like, and it, and it's not over the top where you could tell, oh, he's biting such and such. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you can't put your finger on it. But when somebody reminds you of multiple people, it's usually because the they watch those yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you don't even those know. Same people. Most deaf. Yeah. Like, you don't think Theo Vaughn is, like, the hugest Mitch Hedberg fan? Like, 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 like left-field comedy? Like, like, bruh. I'm a big comedy fan, so if you listen to my shit, it's a lot of me quoting comedians. Who's, oh, yeah, who do you yeah. like the best? Bro, I... I it's a hard question. I mean, listen, yeah. I grew up... The first the first comedy I ever saw was uh, Robin Williams' The Night at the Met. Okay. Know? But then around like, high school, I started discovering Carlin. 
Ooh. I like Corlin a lot. Oh, Everybody, yeah, Corlin. Like, uh, Killing Them Softly, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that was one really everybody knew one that one by heart. I love that. Yeah, still Eddie do. Murphy. Chris Rock. Delirious. Delirious is, is the best one just because of the cookout sketch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's a motherfucking ridiculous. And if you don't <laughs> like it, you get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stop crying, Eddie. I know you're seven, but you'll be a seven-year-old walking the dog with no house motherfucker. <laughs> that's yeah. Good yeah that's, that is good, bro. That one, and then it was the one where it was like... Uh, where it was like the uh, if uh, what's his name was gay like Mr. back in T? Uh, Mr. T, uh, yeah, but no, when he was doing the Jackie two- Gleason, yeah, yeah, where he's like, he's hey like, Norton, Norton, <laughs> I want. How about you fuck me in the ass? <laughs> Here I go. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like when he came back in Raw and said Mr. T was mad at him. He's, like, I, he's probably stupid. I could probably use a Jedi mind trick on him. He's like, hey fool, I heard you making jokes about me. No, you didn't. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> I'm going to go beat up the fool and tell me them lies. <laughs> Dude, how about Mr. T is so great that, like, different comics have definitely referenced him. Like, Mulaney's, like, shit, where Mulaney was, like, uh, he had Mr. T do the, uh, for his uh, sitcom, he was, like, he just had uh, Mr. T, uh, no, it wasn't Mr. T, it was Ice T, excuse me, yeah. Ice T. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like uh, John Mulaney was shot in front of a live studio audience. He's like, he's like, wait a second, sound like you just got shot. <laughs> <laughs> Street smarts. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, words of wisdom. Steve, you got words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. We always ask. Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of our. It's like Dave oh, yeah, Samara. What do you want your rainbow to say? What's your words of wisdom? I, I might post this. Someone asked about the notes from a Charlemagne interview in the DMs, but they were like talking about it. And we were just talking about it. He said pretty much, "If by footsteps you mean getting a radio and TV, it's just like anything else you pursue in life. Make sure it's your passion, and if it's something you love to do, and if you do it for free, do it. But make sure you're doing it for you and not me. Travel the path, but travel the path being a first-rate version of yourself and not a second-rate version of somebody else. I'll nice. co-sign that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely co-sign saying. that. Yeah. No, I think... Uh, and honesty is the best policy. Always. For keep, me? Keep God first. Yeah, for you. Keep for you specifically, words of For wisdom. me specifically is like an old quote. It's like, be the change you want to see in the world. If you complain everybody's an asshole, don't be an asshole. Don't be if the big guy. you complain people are fucking greedy cocksuckers, don't be a greedy cocksucker. Be the change you want to see. You want, you want people to be better people? Lead by example. Right. Simple as that. That's my, my words of wisdom. In case of success, Take yeah. Oh, Oh, wanna, yeah. Also, what do you, since you've been doing podcasts for some time now and you interviewed me on your podcast, what do you think uh, the hardest thing is with that? Like you were talking about, it's a full-time job. And also, what do you think the future wave is of podcasting? And what are you, what are you getting into? What do you think? Well, it's going to get corporate for, for yeah. a hot minute. Yeah. It's going to get real corporate. Could fuck some things up, you know? I think we have to create underground communities. Well, I think, I think what's going to happen, the more corporate it gets, the more gate, gatekeepers it's going to create. Yeah, it's fucking more monetized. Trash. It's just yeah. like the music industry. Yeah, and it's gonna people. They're gonna want people like streaming and all that. It's gonna be like what happened to MySpace back in the day. As yeah, soon yeah. as they went public and it got bought out, then all of a sudden it just turned to shit. Yeah, yeah. It lost what was originally and then it cool disappeared. about it. Yeah. Do you think that there has to be some type of underground network being involved with people and creators? Yeah, I think people people really like this, like the long form conversations, like what a podcast is. So I think the, the hunger for that is still going to be there. But it may not be in this audio format. You think it it's be... gonna go? Sorry, you think it's gonna go more clippy though, and it's just like people are just gonna start putting out clips. Well, that's that's, that's already happened. Really, yeah, that's already real big. You're starting to see. You do both. You do the full thing, and then you. Most people clips. nowadays that are starting up are just doing short, short videos. Like it's attention seeing... span. People have ADD, yeah. like Mike Sweeney. So it's good if you want to get hit, but it's not good if you want to if you have a point you want to get across. Yeah, 
Mm. So it depends that's on what, what your goal is. Get both of them out there, maybe. Yeah, you just put, that's whatever. That's all these big podcasts do. So it'll be like Joe Rogan Experience podcast, but and then Joe Rogan Clips, and you know, you know, yeah. this past weekend Theo Von Clips. What's your take on the competition factor, and then also working with people? Like, is there a balance? Like, you obviously want to put out your best product, but at the same time, you don't want to be like fuck this motherfucker, and like it's better to work. Nah, with someone. even if somebody's an asshole, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to trash them. You know, on the air or whatever. Like, yeah, that. yeah. It, Fuck them. Like, the let, let karma do it to them. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm going to trash somebody, I'd rather tell them to their face yeah, yeah. instead of talking shit behind a microphone. Yeah. So as far as competition, like I, if, if somebody else has a good podcast, I'd like promote them. Yeah. yeah. Like I promote this podcast, the Three Ninjas podcast. Shout out to them. Shout mm. out to them because they're fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Shout so, out to them. I don't, I don't get anything from I don't even know those guys. I yeah, just yeah. like the show. It's yeah, like yeah. Hunt Club with us. Shout yeah, out to yeah. them. Don't you feel like there's some people though who are like trying to be like competitors or want to compete with you, but at the same time you're like fuck it, I'd rather create connections in the community. Listen, if they network. want to compete, that's fine. They're the ones competing. I'm still doing my thing. I'm just I'm not going to change what I'm doing because you want to be a jerk off and fucking you know have a some you know contest. Yeah, like do whatever you want to do, and you're the one who's going to have the content that's going to suffer. Yeah, yeah. I just like competing with myself and just trying to be better at what yeah. I want to do. You know. Yeah. The only person you need to worry about is you. Yep. Got to stay in your own lane. Stay in your own lane, baby. Hell yeah, man! Don't take the or take the. Don't hate. Keep them blinders on. Stay focused don't on you, man. It. That's it. It's That's tough it. if you're like a comedian. You see it all around the hate and and people who don't recognize you anymore or the fakeness and yeah. just like that. And that, everything. but it's also too. It's you got to keep yourself in check because like we're only all human. You know what I mean? Like you have to like even me. Like there's guys I know where shit is happening for them and quick and I. Oh, I have to remind myself sometimes, like, their trajectory is their own. It's yeah, not yeah. mine. Stop feeling. Be happy for your boy, not fuck. Am I falling behind? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, because like, once I started, once I stopped doing that, was when shit started happening for me. Because you like, got, because, like, if someone was, and say, it's not even much is happening, if, but it's just something. Yeah. You know say if I mean? someone like, wasn't, like, sponsored by something like a product and, like, it didn't resonate with you, it's, like, not you, it's not who you are anyway, but you're like, yo, he's getting money off that. I wish I got money off that. Yeah. And, and people, and people forget that when certain stuff happens for, like, your peers, that, it's like you got to kind of separate like the fact that it's your boy and that like or or your girl who you started with back in the day and realize that that slot that they're in wasn't meant for you exactly. in the first place. Like, like I've seen dudes like who oh, him he was going to get it and I'm like but you were you know what I mean? Like, like, like there's no, there's no point. Not everyone's in doing like you. That. Everyone's like phony though and fake about it. You know what I mean? Like, well, there was this thing like Ryan Sarver kind of Ryan Davis was talking about how like if someone's like I wish I would could do what you do, it means like they want to take your spot or they mm-hmm. they think they are better than you. It's kind of like a hate thing, but like, like I don't think like that. I think about yo, we could all win together or like it, it, like he said, it, not, that could not, that might not be meant for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There might be different avenues for everything. Well, don't let the envy get the best of you because it's it's only natural as human beings. You're gonna exactly. feel a little envious if somebody. Gets you know a break and you didn't. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to realize like you can be happy for someone, and that doesn't mean that you're losing in the process. Yeah. Just I think friendly com- friendly winning. competition helps too, but like networking helps just as much. I think I like networking better. Yeah. Me too. Just be friends. Just hang out. You got friendly competition is you know I wouldn't even consider that competition. Like it's just being yeah. being guys busting yeah. each other's balls a little bit. Yeah. 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 Keep the sword sharp. Anything else, guys? No. Good words of wisdom. Um, Any words of wisdom, Sam? All right. (laughs) I guess we'll end it then, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, Follow a pod amongst men. Yeah, yeah. Follow a pod amongst men, for real. Guys, seriously, thank you for having me over. I know it was a little last minute, but I appreciate you guys. It's late, We felt bad being like, yo, you want to come through right now, like a side piece booty call? You were a good guy and you came through. Listen, I I know the struggle, so I'm not mad.
Plug all your shit. You're, I know yeah. it's a Pot Amongst Men on IG. I don't know about anything else. Uh, a Pot Amongst Men on IG. We're on, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Google Subscribe. Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, all that How good shit. How does that work out? iHeartRadio? That's a, that's a rando. I had to apply for them like three times before they finally accepted my shit, really? but it's Not on really. there now. I'm on YouTube, oh, yeah. too. So, yeah, wherever you, could, wherever you get podcasts, YouTube. you can find Do you just try Subscribe. to be wherever we are because you added some more like Stitchers and, and all Google that Play shit. and Stitcher. It's yeah. like, just like fucking I wanted, everywhere. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you want to get it out to as many people as possible. That so way you can just post, and then you can just post anywhere you get podcasts. It's a random feeling. Like Spotify is where the women listen a lot, probably from the Color Daddy, but it's weird how you get like different variations of people listening to different shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. yeah. Um. Cool. All right. Yeah. Check that out. Not Alex Nicholas this week. Which I know. Tom Zappia. Sam Breitstein. You Sam Breitstein. And the loyal <laughs> listeners know who I am. The very few. Uh, I thought you were going to say Mandalorian. Jiu-Jitsu in New Jersey. Check out Gracie, New Jersey, and uh, say hungry people. Shout out Mickey Gall. Also, there's titties outside, Mike. What's going on out here? <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Gall fight August third. We didn't even plug that. Yeah. That'll be big too. UFC fight night in Prudential Center, Nork of his hometown, New Jersey. Keep it basement. We out. Hey, keep it basement. Peace. My Oof. ears are numb. Yes, guys. I'm about to pee We've done it. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning Check in. Check out dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code BEAWESOME. That's B-E-AWESOME, A-W-E-S-O-M-E. One word, put it together, no spaces. That's for 15% off. Check us out. Uh, Stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. This is Sean Kelly. You're listening to... Fuck. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? I'm not. You're literally staring. Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs. Sam. I'm not looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs, and you're listening to Keep It Basement. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. sir. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. Quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 600, 750, 
1000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR1000 RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate. Subscribe. Thanks, hey, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Exactly. Top of California. If you don't like it, fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the, at the, at the, at the, at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my few on things.